0: Good evening and welcome. To, uh, good evening and welcome to the cricket show. We're waiting to join Mason and guests. we have our special
1: 16 minutes. minutes. We the After of the good
0: the, morning, yes, indeed. we are hoping to be joining Mason and guests. on about 6:18, but until then, we are going to be bringing you a rebroadcast of an interview with Vernon Springer and. Vernon Edwards, Vernon Edwards Jr. on timeout. Compliments of um, that radio show. We are bringing you a rebroadcast of Ricky Skerritt, president of the West Indies Cricket Board. And at six eighteen, we will join Mason and Guess to bring you that live broadcast as well. So listen to Mason and Guess. We may not complete it, but we'll just go as far until. We get to that point. Jr.
1: And, Vernon and we have our special guest this morning. This is Black History Month. We are the president of the quickest Good morning, sir. Uh, and how are you doing, otherwise? How are you keeping? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> um,
0: Let's miss uh, that Let, let me court. take this yes.
2: opportunity to, to just say, uh, having said that, uh, just to remind all of us who are. Really excited about cricket at the moment. There are a lot of people out there who would love to, to join us in our love for cricket and, 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 and interest in cricket, but they're just so consumed with survival. This, these are difficult times, and we mustn't forget those unfortunate, unemployed and and uh, ill people who can't be enjoying cricket the level that we enjoy it right now. Really appreciate that. Uh, Mr. President, Mr. President, we're going to take it back in time, and
1: so we want to talk a little bit about your past cricketing career and how you got involved in cricket and football. And plus, uh, tell me, I think he played against you a couple of times. I don't think oh, he would have right. scored.
3: He uh, before my time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he,
1: he's, he's a he's a lad
2: compared to me. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about this your, real, your 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 cricket days. Spring before you get started. Let me just say, you know, you know I'm not a guy to talk about myself. I, I, I really prefer to talk about cricket and about the way forward and and all these things we need to do and so on. but but if just just as a quickie, I mean, I, I, I appreciate it because these are these are uh, political times and and people need to get to know me a little bit better. But remember, I'm in office for two years. so if I didn't let people get to know me by now, then I have failed. But the, here's the point. I told somebody the other day when they, they they told me I've been on the West Indies board for a few years, I said, I, I've been in West Indies cricket since I was 18 years old because I'm the first ever captain of the Leewards on the 19 team in West Indies cricket. And that was the year in 1975 when they split the Leewards and Winwards. Leewards and Winwards were beating everybody at both levels, both on the 19. We didn't have on the 15 and under 17 those days. But on the 19 and at the senior level, we had the Combine Islands. There's a little bit of history for some of your listeners. Some would recall that Combine Islands was the strongest team in the region. And in, in 1974, on the Victor Eddie's captaincy, the, the, the Combine Islands on the 19 team beat everybody as well. And West Cricket Board decided at that point that they would split the two into Leewards and windwards, And Leewards has been struggling to properly prepare teams ever since. And and that has always been one of our weaknesses in the Leewards. As a man from the Leewards, I could say oh, Because um, that year, we literally met on the plane or at the airport, as the case may be, and went to Barbados and played. Against some formidable uh, players who went on to play for West Indies and so on. So I, I've been there from the beginning, and it's been pressure and uh, disorganisation and confusion around me from the beginning. And my life has always been about cleaning up, sorting out, putting together new 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 ways forward, and trying to improve. And then I went on to be several things in Leeward Insects and Leeward's cricket. So, but that's a long time ago. I mean, 1975. Is, is a long time ago, and I've been involved in West Indies cricket at various levels since. So uh, they call me. They, they say I'm 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 too player centric. Some of my opponents say I'm too soft on players. <laughs> it's because I'm, I don't think I'm too soft on anybody, um, but it's because of my understanding and respect, and background, and appreciation for what it takes to be a cricketer, to be a successful cricketer, and the kind of environment that you need to create to, to sustain that, that's, that's what I'm about. And that's the difference between me and my opponents.
1: Now let's talk a little bit. Um, you know, this week, uh, Mr. President, we, we lost an icon, we lost an ambassador, we lost a servant, we lost a soldier, Clavis Joseph.
2: But look, let's, let, if, it's, if it's one thing in cricket, that Clavis has to be honored for, is that it was Clavis Joseph who put the idea to the Antigua and Barbuda government, led by the excellent, His Excellency, Right Honorable Lester Byrd at the time, to move Western Indies Cricket headquarters from Barbados to Antigua. I haven't heard too many people speaking about that. But West Indies Cricket Board back then, Cricket West Indies today, moved to Antigua back in the late 1990s and set up an organization in Antigua, which, which, which came only because of the visionary uh, Antigua and Barbuda government and the visionary Clavis Joseph, who said, look, we get in a rough time elsewhere. They're making us pay all kinds of fees and taxes and so on. Cricket West Indies needs, WICB at the time, needs to get better support from the public sector, and the Antigua and Barbuda government is prepared to do it. Of course, in Antigua and Barbuda, it was easy for anybody in government to see the value of West Indies cricket moving to Antigua because they had already produced uh, greats like Viv. Sir Andy, etc. And so it was a, It was to get more of the same, to try to get more focus on Antiguan cricket as well. Nothing wrong with that. But it also brought West Indies cricket into prominence across the region, and ever since, Cricket West Indies has been treated as a regional organization. Thanks to Clavis. Now, the
1: relationship, Mr. President, with the Cricket West Indies and the Antigua and Barbuda government, in terms of the vision Um, and the acquisition of the Coolidge Well Spring Antiguan Barbuda government has been a partner with West Indies Cricket Board ever since um, 23 years ago or something like that. It's not new. Successive prime ministers, Prime Minister Spencer, and now Prime Minister Gaston Brown, and their respective ministers of sport have always put their best foot forward to work with Cricket West Indies. And I have to tell you that it was easier for me as president in the last uh, nearly two
2: years because of my background as a minister in government previously for 10 years. So I understood perhaps more and still do more than most that partnerships are critical to moving uh, West Indies cricket forward and that you cannot do it without the, the, the strong alliance with, with government. And, and so I have to say that any any thank you just goes to the government in general, but each prime minister and each minister of sport has moved it um, to, to another level. Um, there have been, I think, several ministers of sport in the process, and all of them have continued to work closely. Right now, we're doing pioneering work with, with, uh, with Antigua and Barbuda Health Ministry in what we're achieving with all this cricket in the midst of a a pandemic. It's been incredible. It's been a lot of hard work from a lot of people on both sides. A lot of volunteers, a a lot of paid people, but all doing the same mission to make cricket possible in a difficult situation. But in terms of the CCG, the CCG is an important step. I mean, a very important step. And it, it was a big step for the Antigua and Barbuda government and Cricket West Indies to take to decide that this is a potential uh, home for West Indies Cricket. What my role has been was to make that really possible. We, we, we got into office and found that, first of all, there was no funding to, to, to finish paying off. There was no master plan and so on, but the idea was there. And sometimes that's how life works. Sometimes it takes somebody else to take an idea and move it to its natural uh, position of, of implementation. We negotiated the price downwards. I have to tell you, we don't say you know you don't want to talk too much about the details. It, it just, in some of these contracts, they are non-disclosure clauses, non-disclosure clauses. But basically, we negotiated the price downwards significantly. With the help of the Antigua and Barbuda government, and that allowed us to be able to to complete the sale. So last year, thank God, we were able to complete the sale. Uh, the Antigua government <clears throat> is a partner; it's a 40% partner in in the transaction. Um, and even though the Antigua government was was like all governments struggling fiscally and they were not able to, to put up all of the, the funds that they needed to put up. We were able to find the balance and complete the sale because w- once we completed the sale, it gave us free access to, to begin to do certain things there that, that were you know difficult to do otherwise. So that's where we are. We, we changed management there. I put um, Nelicia, who had a big commercial background within Cricket West Indies. We, 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 we discussed it. We looked at what we needed and uh, we put proper modern management there that has helped to pull together some tremendous work and, and lift CCG to the level where it is now. And that is going to continue. CCG is going to be a, a, a hub for for um, our high performance system and, and our network of academies across the region. So CCG is in effect well on the way to becoming the home of West Indies Cricket. Well, let me to this medium, Mr. President. Um, applaud the
1: management staff and the ground staff for the excellent work that they have done so far. First, the Cricket West Indies Women's camp and the Leeward Islands Hurricanes, um, who trained there at CCG, along with the staff at the Survivor Richards Stadium, who joined, you know, at difficult times have done a real, real, real excellent job. So, to this medium, we really want to applaud them um, because they have really, really stood up in 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 a, in a very big way everybody who has contributed to this. Now, the pandemic has wrapped everybody, Mr. President, around the world. And Cricket West Indies, during the pandemic, has been able to grow low, and at the same time, still maintain a business aspect of keeping everybody happy. Now, your tenure, you've come at a point in time when, yes, during your time, you had other issues to deal with, as you, you talked about, um, you know, the finance, and then a pandemic. How have you been able to come through um, all of the in areas as we speak to be able to make sure that we have the return of cricket to the Caribbean and also international cricket? Well, look, first of all, thank you for, for, for saying the good things about the tournament so far. And let me just say that all the management people and so on are, are mostly Antiguan and Barbudan uh, citizens or residents. It's 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 local. It's a
2: local effort at, at international standards. Um, in terms of the pandemic, it's been very difficult. A lot of challenges. But what made it possible? First of all, not just to get things done, but to pioneer and lead and be creative is teamwork. We from early o'clock, we've been able to bring people back together. We've been able to bring the executive management together. We've we've had to make some adjustments move a few people around and one or two out of the door as nicely as possible. But basically, we have put together a team of people that are all aligned. They understand that it's cricket first. They're working feverishly. And look, what we did, you know, when when we announced the 50% cut in salaries, and we've done it for six months, people didn't think it was possible. Our our critics thought that there would be strikes and that all kinds of confusion would rage. The reason we did it that way was because we made it a policy decision that we will not lay off anybody in the pandemic if we can avoid it. And so by taking everybody who took a cut was helping to keep others employed. And so now that we have come out, hopefully, hopefully permanently, but maybe just temporarily, we'll see as we go along, you know, this is a thing you got to keep just looking at one or two months ahead, but hopefully Now that we're back on full full remuneration as of the end of last month, the staff, the management, appreciate the fact that we're all in this together and that we are looking out for their backs and that this is not about one man or one uh, board. This is about an entity called where Cricket Western is as bigger than any one of us. And I, I think what I can safely say is that we have brought goodwill, we have, we have watered the seeds of goodwill, and we now reaping it through the actions of a wide variety of people throughout the system, including players. Players will always have their ups and downs, but I think if you speak to most of the players who have been around for the last 10 years or so, they will tell you that, the environment in which they find themselves. You speak to the coaches; people feel as if it is, in fact, cricket first, and that's what this is about. The yeah. president, uh, when you took over a couple of years back, and uh, a year of that has been hit um, uh,
4: by the uh, pandemic. Uh, we were in a situation where a lot of people in the region uh, we felt like we weren't a part of the whole setup of West Indies team. There was a sense of disunity even among the fans as to. How we felt we see recently, uh, and when we follow social media, that the people in the region now feel like they are part of the West Indies team again, uh, like they have a voice. We see that a lot of the senior players have made themselves available. Uh, what are some of the steps that you and your uh, management team would have
2: taken uh, to make this uh, a, a positive step? Well, first of all, it was about trust because there was no trust, um, the, the, the level of trust. Two years ago was at an all-time low, and you, you don't turn trust from zero to hundred overnight. It's still a work in progress. But let's take the selection system, for instance. Um, the biggest changes that we've made in the selection system is not just personnel. That 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 is a pity that you have to move some people out and bring some people in. But that's just how it works when you're trying to get improvement. Um, there was nothing uh, personal about that. It, 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 but to to we had
0: so
5: to, leave, home, uh, to the
0: leave you and go over the Mason Guest.
2: We will
5: be having a T20 match involving the West Indies and, of course, our friends from Sri Lanka. And in that squad, Fidel Edwards and, of course, Christopher Henry Gale. Well, well, well. Dwayne Bravo's in there as well. And uh, the question that we asked him from Kingston, Jamaica, right through to Bridgetown, Barbados do you need to go back to Gale? Do you need to go back to Edwards? Do you need to go back to Dwayne Bravo? And on the show this evening, we want to examine the team uh, that has been selected. It's Karen Pollard, captain. Nicholas Poran is the vice captain. Interesting. We got. Tavion Allen, Dwayne Bravo, Fidel Edwards, Andrew Fletcher, uh, Christopher Gale, Jason Holder, good to see him in, Akiho Hossein, who's worked his way into the side, Evan Lewis, Obed McCoy, our friend from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Rodman Paul, Lendl Simmons, and Kevin Sinclair, that very tidy off spinner uh, there from Ghana. Uh, good to see him in the squad. In fact, we can look uh, as well at the ODI squad, Karen Paul is the captain, Shea Hope, vice captain. Good to see Mr. Hope back. Fabian Allen, Darren Bravo, Jason Holder, Aquino Sane, Alzari Joseph gets a pick, Evan Lewis, Kyle Mears, uh, Jason Mohammed, Nicholas Poran, Romario Shepard, the big fast bowler there from Ghana, and Kevin Sinclair. So Kevin Sinclair is in both teams. Now, um, interesting developments as well. Coming out to Ghana. I note of interest that Sir Clive Lloyd is with us as well. I'm hearing that there's now a vote of no confidence um, in relation to a couple of members at the Georgetown Cricket Club. Um, Neil Barry is the president, taken over from Roger Harper, but understand the power play there. Um, some members of the committee have actually... Um, They've got a vote of no confidence against five members of that committee, and that is an interesting development. We hope a little bit later on to speak to our journalists there about that. As you know, there was supposed to be an election uh, held last Friday. It didn't come off um, with uh, uh, the executive board saying it was not at all ready. And what's next in Guyana? Of course, there's a challenge to the leadership of uh, our good friend, Mr. Ricky Skerritt, his first officer and deputy, Dr. Kishore Shallow. Uh, we've also got interest in uh, Calvin Hope, the Barbadian, and he's got Anansanassi. They're looking to unseat uh, Mr. Skerritt and Mr. Shallow. That election is slated for March of 29. And I know that there's a lot of politicking, and I know that behind the scenes, um, those are uh, trying to get as many votes coming out. There are only 12, um, but we know what happened in the last election. It was Cameron up against Skerritt. Cameron was supposed to win. In fact, like he had double nominations in the end. It was Ricky Skerritt who came out in top, 8-4. as Apparently, some people did not carry their mandates, and you never know what can happen in the election. We can be watching that very, very carefully indeed. Now, without any further ado, let's go to Sir Clive Lloyd. Sir Clive is with us. Sir Clive, how are you this evening? We've got Phil o. Wallace as well, Dr. Andrew Ford, looking very thoughtful in his study there. And, of course, uh, I think Tony Gray is somewhere around. And we also hope to talk to, not to Ask a Man Sing, because there's a lot of talk about the whole question of fitness, and the, in fact, he's already on the on Zoom, we're going to be speaking to him very soon. But without any further ado, let's go to the General, uh, Sir Clive Lloyd. Sir Clive, nice to see you, how are you? Turn your mic on, Sir Clive. Get that mic on, Sir Clive. We want to hear you. We want to hear you from near and from far. We want to hear you. All right. Yes, Sir Clive, you, you got that mic on? All right, okay, we're going to try to start. Yes, we can yeah. hear you, Sir Clive. Um, um, you can get that? that uh, yeah. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Sir Clive, we're hearing you loud and clear. That, that is made to a great smile. Fellow Wallace, I'm sure you're not muted. And, of course, <laughs> Dr. Ford is there in his study. Sir Clive, before we go any further, to talk about Gail, um, to talk, you know, about um, Fidel Edwards coming back, your reaction to what's going on in Guyana. We have problems in the general elections, and now we've got problems in terms of your cricket. What's going on in
6: Guyana, Sir Clive? Can you tell me? Well, I'm, as I said, I'm quite far away, but the point is I find it very difficult, Andrew, to understand. Um, you know, who represents Guyana? I don't understand that. First, they, they're not, they said they're illegal. They can't go to the 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 main stadium. Um, they can't go to meetings at the WICB. So, who represents Ghana? Mm. This team that was chosen. Who who chose that team? Mm-hmm. And it is it's perplexing, I must say. But the point is, I I feel that Guyana now has got to just. Get on with it. It's 11 years since they had the election. You should have elections every three years, according to the constitution, uh, and, and the sports act that was just passed. And I, I just wanted to know who speaks for Ghana? Mm-hmm. Who's who? These young guys that are coming through. Who speaks for them? You know? Um, and I find it very strange. You know, the whole situation. I really think that the Ghana guys should now put their big pants on
7: mm-hmm. have
6: election and whoever wins wins it could be green, yellow, blue, red whoever it is but have election because that, that's the only way you, you, you'll be recognized you know, as a, as a legal body mm-hmm. well Sir Clive in fact there
5: was supposed to be an election last Friday but uh, Tony Gray stopped it along with Phil O'Wallace, Wallace who was, by the way is an attorney what happened there? Maybe we were expecting a ding dong battle there and uh, no elections. They, um, we had a situation where I understand that the SCP people were not ready. You, you must be a little bit surprised by all the this, Clive.
6: I'm, I'm, yeah, very disappointed because, you know, they, they had the Demerara elections and they were waiting for that for quite a while. Mm-hmm. That happened. They've got a new president. They've now got a, you know, it's now, uh, there's a quorum. Mm-hmm. You have enough to, to have elections. But then it was called off. I find it very strange, as I said, very perplexing. But I hope good sense prevails and that, um, you know, this will come to an end quite soon.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: Well, we'll
6: I don't have people in a, you know, waiting in the ring, sort of thing, for some, something to happen.
5: Mm-hmm. But, but at one stage when you were there in, Ga- um, in Ghana, you, you, you certainly had a very important position. And uh, you were hoping to, to bring some change to Clive?
6: Yeah, well, that's the point. I was part uh, responsible for the Sports Act mm-hmm. to bring everything up to speed, mm-hmm. you know, for sport in Guyana. It was passed by the opposition and the government. Right. And now it was thrown out. I, I don't understand the, the politics there at all. I just want to know it's so important for people to be part of this um cricket fraternity you know and um, and it's obvious that the people should should be able to say if you are needed or you're wanted let's go to a vote and everybody can vote and vote for whoever you want to vote mm-hmm. and let's get on with our cricket Then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the youngsters are, are struggling now who speaks for Chandra Paul's um, young son Mm-hmm. who speaks for the fellow Smith, who's a, a very good bowler and who did extremely well in the 50-overs. And there are so many more guys there. Um, and I think it's about time that they throw all this nonsense aside and have elections. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a
5: bit embarrassing, too. Don't you, don't you think, Sir that, I mean, understand you haven't had elections for about 10
6: years? Yeah, it is embarrassing, you know, for cricket for the country to know that, uh, you know, they, and, and, and probably the whole world that we, are, we, we don't have um, anybody representing a country which has produced quite a lot of top cricketers over the years for the West Indies and, 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 the, and the rest of the world. The point is, is that now is the time for them to man up and do their business. Mm-hmm. And that's the advice you're giving to all those concerned. Everybody, I, I think it's a, We cannot hold people to ransom. We have youngsters; it's their living. Mm. It's their, they, they, make it's their livelihood. Right. They want to play cricket and play it and, and know that somebody will be there to speak up for them once they perform.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: And
6: um, I think Ghana has got some good good young cricketers. And I think it's about time that we that all this nonsense is thrown aside. And I hope somebody, whoever it is, mm-hmm. just decide, must decide now that it's time for us to have elections.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, said Sir Clive, I'm sure you're a man of great influence. And I would imagine that our friends in Ghana are listening to know Neil Barry. Um, he is the president of the George Trump Cricket Association, taking over Roger Harper. Um, they had the elections recently. And of course, Essie uh, Krivo, understanding. Um, weren't ready for the elections And uh, we had our friends in Burbese Have an election as well And that certainly has an impact In relation to um, the elections For Cricket West Indies Because um, I think it is pretty clear That if Sanasi wins Then um, he's virtually assured of those two votes Those vital votes come from Guyana And it's going to be interesting to see what happens In terms of the date For the next election It was scheduled for last Friday And I'm told that perhaps that election is going to be held a little bit later on. We don't know when it's going to be held. And we're going to be monitoring that situation very, very closely indeed. All right. Thanks to you, Sir Clive. Stay with us. Always good to see you. I see Tony Gray. Who's um, Gray, you're living up to your name. Are you you G-R-A-Y or are you G-R-E-Y? How are you, my friend? (laughs) Turn uh, Turn your mic off. We want to hear you, Tony. Come on, turn your mic on. Yeah. You've been on the show before. You're a naughty boy. Yes,
9: good evening. How are you, and my I'm friend? I'm all right, not too bad. Right, all right. I'm very happy that the Red Force has won.
10: I-, I thought Barbados won.
9: <laughs>
10: <laughs>
5: In fact, we're going to get Phil Wallace to react, and Roland Bush is already uh, with us as well. We've got Dr. Asker Mansing. He's going to be talking to us. We've got a Spend some time with him is of, of great importance because there's a lot of talk about fitness. We know, um, Tony Gray, that you're not fit at all. Now, let's go at the T20 squad, Tony Anthony Gray. Your reaction to the T20 squad, do you like it? Talk to me.
9: Yes, um, good evening again to you, Andrew. Good evening to your listeners. I think it's a fantastic team. I think that the selectors have done well here. Um, when you look at the World Cup wins that we have had, we've had the – Two World Cup wins with Darren Sammy as captain. And it's similar type teams uh, where you have four hitters right through the bat in order. I, I love the fact that Chris Taylor has come back. He's an intimidator. I love the fact that you have a bowler, Philip Edwards, who can still bowl at 90 miles an hour, still very fit for his age. And uh, he swings the ball prodigiously. And I love the fact that you have batsmen who are informed mm-hmm. at the moment and have um, played T20 cricket all over the world. Our front tries to T twenty the cricket and have done quite well. So we have a four pack team here, mm-hmm. and I want to compliment the selectors.
5: All right. Well, j- just just before Philo uh, comes in, let's go to Doctor Asker Mansing because I know he's a very busy man trying to keep the West Indies team fit. Um, like himself, he's get every time I see him, he's looking fitter. Good evening to you, Doctor. How are you, my friend?
3: Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, good evening <laughs> to yourself. <Did> you That's <laughs> Good.
5: All right. All right. Well, of course, um, your topic is going to be about uh, this whole question of, of, of fitness. Can I ask a general question? I mean, you have a situation where a couple of the cricketers like um, Chase, Hetmar, Cottrell and didn't pass the fitness test. Did that surprise you, Dr. Mansing?
3: Did it surprise me? Perhaps. I mean, you know, you've got professional cricketers on your panel here, mm-hmm. and all of them will tell you that there are some basic minimums that you come to the table with. And uh, in this day and age, and remember that the, the criteria of using fitness and even linking selection in world cricket is at least two and a half decades old. It's mm-hmm. so not something that's a new concept of cricketers. It's probably older than some of the cricketers themselves. Um, we have certain minimum standards that everybody's aware of. Everybody knows what they have to strive for. Um, the fact that right in this day and age, a professional cricketer would, would, would not attain those standards does surprise
5: Mm. Could you explain what you mean by minimum standards, though, for everyone I mean some of us don't know? Tell us exactly what you mean by that, sure. Doctor.
3: Well, Let's, let's, let's put things in perspective. Fitness has many components. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to sprint, the ability to run long distances, flexibility, uh, as I said, upper body strength, lower body strength, etc., et power, and so on. So there are different components. And usually we test all components in general in sports. Mm-hmm. In cricket, um, until recently, we had tested all the components. And then over the last few years, they've whittled it down to just one particular test. And you may be aware that we're now coming back to trying to give people a, a more equitable chance by testing a few parameters of fitness. But where we are right now is that there are certain tests which are assessed to determine whether you're fit or not. Mm-hmm. Now, what some people had in the past was that, well, here it is. You know, if you, if you make it's like an examination, if you get 50% of your pass, if you get less than 50% of your face. What we're doing right now is saying that, okay, let's look at what you're, you can manage. And depending on that, we're going to set certain standards for you. So if you're a student who can only get 30%, well, then let's start at 30 while we try to work it towards that 50%. Mm-hmm. So there's some in the team you'll see who are visibly um, probably incapable of doing certain tests and passing certain tests. but well, their standards will be different, but they've got to show an improvement mm-hmm. in, in, in their fitness levels. And likewise, there are others who probably look like stallion horses to you, Mm -hmm. and you'd expect that they would maintain a minimum standard of a stallion horse. So anybody that you're hearing right now is not taking this test for the first time. They're being compared against what their standards were and what their expected standards should be now. Not much different from what it probably was at the last test.
5: Mm. Just before Dr. Ford comes in, because I know he's making notes, let's take someone like a Raheem Cornwall. What kind of Program would he have in order to become fit? How would you so, treat him? You know, is he a special case? On,
3: on particular players, okay, I mean, those okay. Who cannot, those who cannot attain the standards, clearly they're put through a certain training program. Right. That is determined by two or three things the physical capability of doing so. Right. And injuries. Right. And, you know, we don't want to get people injured trying to do this, we don't want to get them deteriorating. Mm-hmm. So some players will have conditions which will prevent them from doing things as hard as other people. Right.
0: Which
3: is both these reasons. In that case, what we have to determine is: a) Are you able to last the test match, and b) Are you showing improvement in what you have in, in your standards? Because we know mm-hmm. that physical fitness directly correlates to performance. Right. So, in in cases like what you mentioned and other cases that would have been, you know, mentioned in the past, that's the sort of thing we're looking for. And that's what I'm saying: that a, a person is going to get 30%. Once you can show that you can you can do certain things and improve from 30 to 40 to 50 over a period of time, clearly we still have we still have things to, to do with you.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's not like the personal path is So he's under a constant program,
5: mm-hmm.
3: bearing in mind all those variables that I t- talked
5: about. A while ago. Mm-hmm. I see. Because if you have a situation just before you come in, Doc, where you know, Rust and Chase, Hetmeyer, Cottrell and Thomas, I mean, you know, they're unfit. And then all of a sudden, two or three days later, we hear that Chase and Hetmar they've passed the, f- the fitness test. Can you explain that?
3: Well, Listen, once again, there's a cut off time so for, for the test. The good thing is that we had people in one location, which is Antigua, mm-hmm. and we're able to work with them and, 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 and keep the courses going. The fact that you've done a test doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Right. And let's just bring that back to your, your, your exam. Mm-hmm. You know, CXT finishes on certain, you know, CSEC finishes on a certain day. It finishes on that day. You can always come back and do it and pass it. Right. And you will be considered thereafter for, for, with the results. But there's a date that the exam takes place, and on that day you have to pass the test if you want to get your paper.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: It's pretty you know, it's pretty much the same there as well. So the fact that they were there, we we're able to work with them throughout the competition right. and raise your fitness levels, but that doesn't mean that you pass the exam that happened in June. Mm-hmm.
11: Dr.
5: Ford, good evening to you, sir. Speak to another
11: doctor. Uh, uh, good evening to all of you guys and all the listeners. Um, Dr. Man Singh, we, we do know that players have different fitness levels, uh, and you want to get a trajectory of improvement generally. Now, for the player who is more physically gifted and fitter, who falls below his standard, that player can still be above the standard of another player who started at a lower level. And therefore, how do you decide based on the person failing their test by not living up to their standard or their trajectory that you expect, how do you justify that person failing why someone that is less fit from the beginning still gets to to play in the match?
3: Well, as I said, it's individualized standards, individualized um, benchmarks, and as you are well aware, the fitness level reflects a lot about what you've been doing in the past. So We're not asking somebody to achieve something they haven't achieved before. We're asking them to maintain it. Let's, let Put things in perspective. We're dealing with professional people here. Doc, you and I have to do a certain amount of continuing medical education every year to maintain our license. I could be the most brilliant doctor on, and you are. But if you don't fulfill that, you're not practicing medicine on the 1st of January next year. Right? There are certain standards we've got to maintain. Likewise with professional sportsmen, there are certain basic standards they too have got to put, maintain because we know that it has a direct correlation on injury, and we know it has a direct correlation on performance. Mm-hmm. What we're asking for is not for them to win an Olympic gold medal. Nowhere near that. What we're asking them is to come equipped with the minimum standards that are required for your profession and maintain it. And if I don't do my 20 hours, if I don't pass my certification examinations, I will not move on to the next stage. I'll be sent back to Pixar and come back again, as would you in your profession.
11: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess the, the thing for the curious onlooker is to see – the variance between players and I guess what people would want to know is how do you set that actual standard and how is it equitable? I know the standard works for an individual player but as I said for the players who are just fitter naturally how, how does that player really accept that he knows he's fitter than someone else who is deemed to be fit mm-hmm. But yet he failed because in, in exams you mentioned the medical uh, example. In exams we have a, a mark that is a pass mark.
0: Mm-hmm.
11: And everybody must reach that mark and the mark is reproducible for every candidate. Uh the way that the fitness determinants is described uh in cricket, it seems like the pass marks are different.
3: Yeah, so let's just, just put things in perspective. A, The
11: difficulty.
3: Let's let's put things in perspective. Firstly, as I mentioned, there was a system before in which various aspects of fitness were tested. Over the last five years or so, it seems that they removed that altogether and based it off of one particular test. That is something that we're correcting right now. What I mean by that is that we're now expanding the number of tests that we're going to be doing, and we're going to give so that if you can't run fast, Mm -hmm. but you can jump high, you're going to get some equity because it, you know, there, there'll be a rating. Now, we may rate the, the running pass more than you rate the, the jumping high, but the point is that you can accumulate marks like you would in an uh, exam, say. That process is on the way right now because you can't just switch fitness standards like that. So once we've devised that, we've now gotten it written off by WIPA, it then goes to the territorial boards. They've practiced that for a year before we institute those standards. So what we're working with right now are the standards that have existed for a while. What we do know is that the minimum standard for each player, there's a minimum standard. And everybody who's reasonably fit is expected to attain that. There are one or two players who perhaps cannot make that, and we work with them. Much like, if you remember, I don't know how it was when you were in high school, but when I was, you had different streams for the same form. So first form, second form, you had A stream, B stream, C stream. Everybody got a different exam. So even in the past mark was 50, they, what the A stream got was a much harder exam than the D stream.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: But when it came to day five years later, we got the same exam. So you took the five years to carry everybody from different levels to a particular level so that they could pass that final, in my days it was GCO level. Now, the point we're making here is we're not trying to victimize people. We're not trying to run them to the ground in terms of get them, getting them injured. All we're saying is that what your average standard is we need you to maintain that. And we are working towards getting you better if you're not at the average that we'd like you to be at. Mm-hmm. But we're not forcing you to get there within a day or two or, or six weeks or six months. It's a process. But if along that process you've not maintained what you had last time we you tested you, then there's a problem there. Okay? And, and so nobody's being asked to do anything greater than what incrementally is expected from them or where they were last time. And unfortunately, you know, you will get four or three people every time who are going to struggle with this until the message gets across. And that's how it was when other teams instituted it. And unfortunately, that's how it is right now with some of the teams you mentioned.
11: Okay, the last question. Um, the, the need to alter the test or to go through the process of having the test refined to reflect various abilities, does this suggest that a deficiency has been recognized, which... Um, they were, you were confounded sometimes after you did the test and, and looked at who you deemed to be fit and not to be fit.
3: Well, once again, we're going right back to the education example. There's always personal review. It doesn't mean that the last person was work. It means that things have changed, either in, in content or in, in, in standards. Now, I I'll I will openly agree that the change that was made five years ago was very curious when everybody was tested for about yeah. six or six different parameters.
5: Right.
3: And now you're basing it off of one test alone or two tests. That was a bit befuddling, but to get back to where people get a chance of of making up in other tests where you're deficient in one is a process which is underway. But as I said, it takes time because you've got to introduce everybody to it. You've got to get them tested and so on. You understand that as well. So if you're asking me that the current testing that we have is is the ideal one, no. That's why we've gone on to to do the curriculum review and, and change that. But we're in the process, of course. The lack of first class cricket has hit us hard because we weren't able to roll it out when we wanted to. And so that is going to take a few months, I guess. But so hopefully there's light at the end of that one. Mm-hmm. Well,
11: final, 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 hmm? final question. How yes. do our fitness standards equate to the fitness standards of, say, an Australia and England? Uh, are they on par or are we at a different level? Do you know?
3: Well, I can tell you because I've been involved in this process since 2002, mm-hmm. or even earlier than that. We had initially, so I'm going back to those days, we had, we had taken adopted standards of some of the other boards and we were never able to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Over the last, I'd say, 10 years or so, or maybe a bit more, mm-hmm. our standards were equ- equivalent to the other standards. And I'll also point out, other cricket boards don't tell you what their standards are. It's just that we have a good sort of network amongst ourselves you know, we and so we can work out what other standards are. Our standards generally have been on par with other, other, other nations. What I, I'll point out to a few things. We were one of the first ones to have actually instituted fitness standards way back in 2002, when it wasn't the done thing. But then please remember that when we were champions of the world, we had instituted levels of fitness that people used to stand up and watch us do um, other teams. So we were always on top of that. Our standards then were, had dipped. Our basic standards were then brought back up to what the average cricketer in other countries has to pursue. And our standards right now are there as well. The, the point I have, the problem I have, is that it's just one or two parameters that we're looking at. And that's where we're different from other countries, which will look at perhaps a few more tests. But, you know, as I said, that will be corrected, or that is being corrected. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not want to suggest that our standards are lower than, than other, other countries, but I wouldn't even say that ours are the highest in the world, either. So there are some other countries where people attain higher standards, even if their, their minimums are, are, are the same, um, I'd openly readily agree that there are other countries that do that; mm-hmm. that their players are actually far higher than their minimum standards.
5: Just before you go, doctor, two 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 quick questions. Um, let's start someone like a Christopher Gail. You don't want me to call names, but you know Gail is now approaching 42 now. Um, take, take us through a fitness test with someone like Gail who can't run, who can't run um, the
0: way we. I
5: mean, he's you know, 42 now. Yeah,
3: because we're using paradigms. So we using sort of different examples today. I'll take you to the Barbados Defense Force, <laughs> where the BFFC, or I know, I know in the defense force we have it, the BFFC changes right. with, your t- with, with your age and with your rank okay. I guess, because mm-hmm. of the age, right? Mm-hmm. So clearly, the Chris Gale that's been going to be tested now is not the same Chris Gale that was tested 10 years ago. Okay. Uh-huh. Or in 2002, when we started the, the, the protocols. we never put Courtney Walsh or Courtney Ambrose to the same standards okay. that you had the younger boys going to. Okay.
0: Oh
3: um you know allowance was given for, for where you are are you match fit are you able to to, to, to pass well i heard the snippets of what what tony gray had said a while ago and i'm happy to see that we're able to test out what we think could form our best 15. and so we're going to try everybody right now so that when world cup comes we have the best possible team we could have now you know the fact that somebody at 42 comes in is probably because we're just looking down the line for for the next few months. Mm-hmm. But what we do have to ensure is that they can last. But we do not expect them to have the same standard that a 21-year-old or somebody else would have.
5: Fine. Final question, Doc, before you go. Are you happy with the general fitness of our players?
3: Mm. If you say general fitness, I'd be happy to say that our first-class players are probably much fitter than they were before. Okay. And, um, and a lot of them have actually, you know, I'm not saying they're as, as fit as we want them to be, but they're certainly much fitter than they were before. We know that because we have testing data over the last decade. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally do think that a lot of our elite players, you know, those playing for the Western teams, mm-hmm. perhaps could be fitter than where they are right now. If mm-hmm. you're asking for a general statement, yeah, I think by and large most of our players are fit, but there are a few mm-hmm. who really a lot more could be done from their part mm-hmm. um, to improve their fitness. I think they need to recognize what level of cricket they're at and what their peers are, are doing within the team and outside of the team.
5: Dr. Singh I want to thank you for coming through and talking to us. Very interesting comments towards the end, um, making the point that our first-class cricketers are fitted in the players playing at the higher level. Uh, that has certainly piqued my interest. But I want to thank you, doc, for talking to us. And uh, let's hope that Gail, um, he may be a slip and may take a catch or two and make a hundred. Let's hope that Fidel Edwards can bowl quickly, and the West Indies can go on to win the T20. Uh, games against Sri Lanka and win the whole hawk thanks uh, for coming on Mason and guest Dr. Singh Enjoy thanks so your much day. For having me. all right thanks there you go all right so I'm sure you've made your notes uh, doctor uh, and uh, uh, Tony Gray who's as fit as ever We just want to go back now to this whole question of the, of the team we're going to get reaction of course from Sir Clive Lloyd we mm-hmm. started with Tony Gray who um, they, they, I'm sure they, all the newspapers Entering that tomorrow, will be quoting Tony Gray saying that he's happy that Christopher Gale is back. He's happy that Phil Edwards is back. He likes the team. He sees nothing wrong with the team at all. Now, let's go to you, fellow Wallace. Your reaction to the T20
10: squad.
12: Good evening, Andrew. Good evening to your uh, panel.
10: Mm-hmm.
12: Uh, my good friend, Tony Gray. Uh, he's great in nature as well, not only by <laughs> name. But Andrew, there's what, what uh, a dear soul of a very dear friend of ours, a former cricketer, Ezra Mosley. Yes. Uh, we have to offer his
8: uh, right, condolences right.
12: to him. He's mm-hmm. being buried on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to offer my condolences to him and his family. His son is in Barbados, Ezra Jr. at the moment. i right. also like to offer condolences to another Spartan um, teammate, Carlisle Short. His mother passed away on Monday. Right. In St. Philip. He's in Barbados now as well.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: So on these sad notes, I hope, there's, I hope there's joy. Okay. And joy can only come if from West Indies Cricket. Uh, Tony Gray said he's happy to see the, the big guns back.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: I think the selectors, are, uh, 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 the selectors have gone for Christopher Gale, who obviously we know what he can do. We, we look at his age. We hear Dr. Manson talk about fitness tests and, and exemptions and XYZ and Fidel Edwards at 39, who have missed 10 years of West Indies Cricket because he was up here in, in England playing for Hampshire.
8: Mm-hmm. And
12: we saw a number, a number of young players have been introduced because there's no no Russell, and some other players are unfit. And the T20 squad, to me, I, I, the selectors are doing
8: <laughs>
12: the best that they can do. Mm-hmm. I'm following the league lecture here. Mm-hmm. He said, as we build towards the defense of our T20 World Cup,
8: mm-hmm.
12: the p- opportunity is being taken to determine our best team and squad as we go forward. So this is the best team and the best squad to take our T20 cricket forward to that World Cup. If that is what he is saying, I will say, look, you need to sometimes think deeper than this, because I know we've tried other young men in our in our T20 setup, and one such guy I'll call names is Brandon King, who we thought would have really kicked on. He's been given a lot of a lot of opportunities, and he has not really kicked on. He looked really out of sorts, and they've gone back to the senior guy in Chris Gale. How they fit him into this T20 in the 11? He will have to, he will have to start, Andrew.
8: Mm-hmm. But
12: you have a, a whole heap of openers. I know in some of the IPL matches, Gale batted him batted at number three, even in Pakistan, where he just came from, mm-hmm. he was batting in, at number three. So the rest, the selectors will have to see how best to fit him back into this West Indies this batting unit. I know he's very explosive. I know that he's going to Gale cricket is on his is on his pride and his passion, mm-hmm. and he wants, he'll want to do well. He will want to come back at 41 and I, I, I look, I look like 43. Gilbert will want to come back at 41 and look like 36. Okay. he You want to do something very, very special o- over the next three games. And mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Fidel Edwards at 39, he only signed up and said, I am ready. I am fitter than ever in my life, and which is expected from playing professional cricket in England. And I would like to hear Fidel attribute some of that success of his fitness to, to, to what he has done, mm-hmm. because we have players who are younger than him, unfit. So he at 39 being Super fit. Mm-hmm. He should actually tell them how he has maintained his fitness. Mm-hmm. He's, the, the, the chairman of selectors said that Fidel Edwards has been selected to give the bowling the potent <coughs> firepower needed. Mm. So we were expect to see Fidel Edwards running in and bowling some quick deliveries for us consistently. Mm. And I'm quoting what the lead R- selector is right, saying. Right. But but but, fellow, I've got a question. F- I got.
5: F- a- pick it, F- but I got a question for you, fellow. F- 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 too, guys. Yes. Yeah. My question to you, though, do you support the inclusion of Christopher Gale and Phil Edwards in the squad? Think about Andrew,
12: it. Andrew, I don't support the inclusion of them, but they're there.
5: Okay.
12: I don't have to think about it. Okay. I've thought about it a long time. Okay. Two years ago, I said I thought Gale would have retired from cricket. Right. But he, he, he's playing and he's consistent in his scores. There's an open selection policy for cricket West Indies. As long as you're playing cricket within the West Indies and you have a desire to represent West Indies, you are eligible, eligible for selection. That is what is coming over to me. Mm-hmm. Yale has never retired. He hinted at it. He, he, he said no.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: He went away. He didn't play no cricket in the Caribbean. He played his cricket away. Right. And he scored runs. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, there's an open selection policy. This man is scoring runs. We are struggling. for some batsmen at the top or maybe number three. So let's bring him back into the to the floor. Fidel Everett is going to provide firepower at 39 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's bring him back into the four. So that is the policy that the West Indies cricket selectors are working with. Okay. You know, we that is what they're doing, and that is and if that is the way forward. That's the way forward. They want to carry a squad that can win the, that can that can defend that World Cup title in, in India. And they're trying these fellas out for the first three T20s. They might give somebody else another chance, whoever is coming next. But mm-hmm. this is what they've come up with. We have to support this squad. Andrew, mm-hmm. I may have my differences. Right. But support. I support this 100% because I want to see West Indies cricket rise. I'm not going to come on your program and cut down West Indies cricket. Cricket has a lot to offer in the Caribbean. And I think that if the, if the selectors see it fit to, to pick the squad mm-hmm. and the final 11 minute starts, we have to support it.
5: Yeah. Okay. all right Okay, Phil, that is my honesty. Wonderful. We're going to go to Roland Butcher because I'm going to come back to you, Phil. And I know that Dr. Ford is making his notes because... The Barbados team finished at the bottom. I mean, this—I mean, I see my good friend Smiley Bailey, who criticizes me every every, every day on Larry Mayer's show. But I agree with you, Smiley, that um, no, this is not good at all. Not good at all. He and Larry—they always cuss me every day on on, on, on this program. He's he's, he's he's alongside me. He calls my show "Lick Mountain Blue, And My good friend there, Smiley Bailey. So we're going to come at you shortly for a reaction to Barbados. In fact, Jonathan Carter has joined us as well. And I think it's a good lean-in now to a selector, uh, Roland Butcher. Roland, you must be embarrassed by Bob and his performance. We're going um, to get to that after we ask you the question, do you like the squad that was picked for T20?
13: Good evening to you, Butcher. Nice to see you. Good evening to you and to fellow Dr. Ford, and my buddy, Anthony Gray. Yes. Um do listen. You know, there's a bit of a horrible about selection of Gale and selection of Edwards. Um, Peter Edwards. But you know, Chris Gale, there's a fair factor about Chris Gale with opposition teams. Right. You know, and if you can make that work for you, mm. um, I have no difficulty with that. I mean, Cristiano was probably not expected to, to play every single T20 game that, that Indies player. But there are certain games that he could have significant factors mm-hmm. um, in those games. Mm-hmm. I have no difficulty with him playing. He's still playing um, at the top level around the world. He's still fair right. in every league that he plays. Uh, people are talking about his age. But, you know, if you think of Tom Brady, I mean, how, how old is he? Um, you know, and these guys these guys these guys have gone on and on and on and I'm sure that they don't do the same level of training as the younger fellas do but, you know, they put in the, 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 the performances. Gale has proven as a T20 player around the world that you know, as he's, he's the universe boss I mean, mm-hmm. and he keeps telling you he's the universe boss so mm-hmm. I have no difficulty with that Just before you go on would you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you not
5: say that Gale is under decline, though? Is he on the decline? Of course. I mean, you can't, okay, be, right. you can't be nearly 40 and on right. the other. So, so is it, isn't that a factor to yeah. take into account, Roland, that you've got a 42-year-old on the decline? Yeah, he may be on
13: the decline. No.
5: Roland, <laughs> Roland, do, do, do you want me to ask the question again? Hey, talk to me. You better ask the question again, Andrew, because you don't, you don't
13: seem to like me. <laughs> no, <laughs> my answer is, no I, I'm looking for a connection.
5: I'm looking for a connection, Roland.
13: He's on a decline. I mean, he's nearly, in terms of how Gale was Mm. um, 10 years ago, of course he's on a decline. Um, But is he still still good enough to have an impact? No. Mm. In T20 Yeah. Of course. There's no question about that. Of Mm. course he can. Okay. Um, If I can move on to Fidel Edwards. Sure. Uh, Sure. He He has reinvented himself. He's 39. He's he's still extremely fit, still balling quick. you know, he still would have been playing county cricket if it wasn't for um, COVID last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he 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 held his hand up. He said, "Look, I'm ready." And if the selectors didn't feel that he was balling with enough potency, I'm sure they wouldn't select him. Um, and you know, you have seen in some of the leagues recently. Yes, bowling uh, very,
10: bowling very sharp. Mm-hmm. He's, Is it,
13: so yes, not, he's in
5: the he, professional. He may he
13: may yeah, he's in the professional. Not
5: necessarily you want him to play in every game, right? But you know, use use him wisely, and, it, and it's a squad, and that's what you need to hmm. do use the squad up. Well. So, 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 generally, then you're happy with the squad, even, even with um, no, no, a, I, a declining, a declining, Dwayne du, Bravo as well, because he's so on the decline, he's declining,
13: and you yeah. want yeah. to get back, yeah, but yeah, and you need losing the game for locking up. How old is Dwayne Bravo? Oh. Tony Graham might be able to answer that a lot better than me. Um, I always think he, he he's got to be down in 30s, mm. 37. 37, 37 years. Yeah, but again, mm. you know, he he's someone that's kept himself in, mm. right. in in pretty good shape. Do they fear him
5: though? Do they fear him? Is he a feared cricketer? Well,
13: I'm just, I'm like just using your words, you know, I Roland. Think, I don't think when, I don't think when they sit down they will say, well, no, no, um, Bravo. Someone but they will be wary of him. I think, Gale, I think will get a lot of Yes, attention. yes.
5: You have a headache over Gail, but um, I mean, no. Okay. Yeah, but,
13: I mean, Gil might be part of the team talk all night, and he right. may not play the next day. Right. In fact, he
5: will have one Oh, I see. Fair enough. Well, of course, of course there's the other side to it, too, that people are saying that these players are coming back and playing conveniently for the West Indies, and there are people who are saying that if there was no World Cup, there would not be any Gale, a wrong. There would not be any Bravo, or wrong, And, and there would not be any Fidel Edwards, wrong. I mean, that's, that's something that people are saying, and they're going to get a reaction from you gentlemen um, as well. But just hold your, hold your horses there, because Jonathan Carter's on the line. We're going to go to him. Of course, the Clive Lloyd, we want to hear from him in relation to his pick on the team. But let's go to Jonathan Carter, who's joined us. Jonathan, first of all, I, 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 like your, I, like your, I like your chain there. I don't know where you bought that chain. Maybe you bought it somewhere um, in England. In, in Lancashire sir Clive uh, played most of his cricket, but even to you sir, how are you, Jonathan? You're wearing a beard
4: Good evening Andrew good evening gentlemen mm. good evening Dorothy.
5: good no i ju- good I, ju- I I just wanna just wanna just take the discussion. We're gonna come back to West Indies cricket, but can you explain to us, Jonathan Carter, what went wrong in Antigua with Barbados
6: <laughs> um
4: i i It's not really an explanation of what, what went wrong, you mm-hmm. know. At the end of the day, you go into a tournament looking to win the tournament, and um, things might not go to plan. The other teams might have performed better than you on the days. You know, these things happen in cricket.
5: Mm. Anything else you want to say to us, Jonathan? Because a lot happened. Barbados won only one match out of what? Out of six yeah, a lot A lot happened. We played six games and mm. we only won. One, one six yeah, games. against against the windwards, yes.
10: I mean, so, so why did you play so poorly, in your view? Um, do you think that we played poorly? Oh, you sure you want
5: to ask me that? Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at the game against the leewards, why wouldn't you not be able to defend 300?
10: Well, you want to talk
5: about that I game? Mean they
4: have a- I would not say that it's poorly. I didn't say that. I wouldn't say that we played poorly. I would say that mm. there were key elements in the game where right. we missed out on. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, those small small parts in the game um, determines the whether right. we win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember I dropped um, Casey Curry at mid-wicket when right. he was on about 23 or so, or 30. He wasn't even 50 yet. Right. So those, 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 Small parts of the game
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, cause you to to lose matches. So I I wouldn't say that we played poorly. I, I think John, J-
5: Jonathan, can, can I can I talk about another game? Do you want us to talk about that Jamaica game? Eighty-seven for eight, Jamaica makes two eighteen, and you struggle to get them. Johnson after being hundred and forty-two for two. Jonathan, you,
4: again, remember the question again, you asked me? Again, cricket happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Cricket happened. Yes. Um, I I I would not bash my teammates, you know? Okay. But I think when you look at Jamaica, Jamaica had the this fight in them, and I think that we didn't have the, the, the same fight okay. to take home the game as Jamaica did. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I see.
4: Alright. Um, okay. the, Continue. The, no, hmm. I'm saying I, I think it's as, as as simple as that. I, I saw a fellow bracing his eyebrows here
12: for a second. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> you know, because uh, <laughs> I, I raise my eyebrows at some of the answers. Yes, Jonathan. At the end of the day you're playing for Barbados.
8: Yes. Yeah. And
12: I, it saddens me to hear you say that Jamaica had more fight. And we didn't have no fight. <laughs> and I know I know deep down inside it is burning you. Mm. Jonathan. That all we played five games, six mm. games and one one and we came last. Mm. Under a very good coach like Dexter Toppin, mm. who gave plan, who gave a setup, everything. Before you left Barbados, to make sure that you guys were on the same him sheet there.: oh Correct There's something called discipline.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: There's something called passion and pride playing for that little island called Barbados.
8: Mm-hmm. No
12: Jamaica, no Guyana, no <laughs> windward Island. shall have no more fight than Barbados. We played the most cricket in 2020. When there was a pandemic in Barbados, the BCA organized T20 competition. they organized it. Legends Cup. Mm-hmm. You guys were contracted to play the cricket,
8: mm-hmm. to get
12: preparation to go to Antigua. So going to Antigua was just the gravy on top of all the rice and stew. And mm-hmm. you guys do it because you weren't fully committed to cricket for Barbados. Mm-hmm. You Johnson, you want are... guys need to understand that representing the black, and gold mm-hmm. is significantly important mm-hmm. to, to, to Barbados and Barbadians. Mm-hmm. So you can't. Sit on, I, I listen to you. Jamaica got more fight Have mm. we played more cricket than Jamaica in 2020.
8: Mm-hmm. Come on. players
12: uh, did not. I, I Don't they focus do. on playing play. that 50 cricket?
8: Y- y- yes, there, were other
12: factors that, there were other factors that distract them
8: mm-hmm.
12: and they end up being beaten and the people, the, the other teams realize mm-hmm. Barbados are struggling mm-hmm. and we can keep them down. Okay. Even at 87 for 8, Jamaica still felt that 150 would have beaten Barbados. What? Unbelievable,
5: fellow. Um, do you want to respond to that, Jonathan? No, as I was saying, Andrew, I, I I
4: I've known Philo for a long time and we we've always talked every time we meet up or what's not.
14: Don't but I don't fear.
4: agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay, before go and it. Um, but I don't fully agree when you say Philo that you were fully committed. Um okay. when I said that to make on on the day
8: mm-hmm.
4: I what I witnessed uh, from a team's perspective, where Jamaica was—I'm well, looking for the for the correct phrase and to say—their mm-hmm. bats were against the wall, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that there are other times where Philo was probably playing on the Barbados team where he was in that position, and the other team came out victorious.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And I'm—I'm I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying there are times. Mm-hmm. When teams, the other team wants it more than the other, and I, and and it's thought on that day. I think probably me myself was a little relaxed in the fact that you know what, two to twelve.
5: Oh, so there was a level of complacency, you would say, Jonathan?
4: I would not say complacency. <laughs> I said to myself, I myself, I was a little too
5: relaxed. Okay, you were a little too relaxed, yes. All right. Yeah. Mm. Well, j- j- just 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 stay with us. Um, because there's so much happening. Of course we got the T twenty starting. We want to know. There's television tomorrow. I don't know. I know radio is gonna be on. Lots of even new stations are carrying the broadcast. Um just just Jonathan, are you s- disappointed you didn't make the, the side, the ODI side, Jonathan? You made a hundred. Uh, I'm
4: disappointed that I don't make any um uh, mess in this team. I any day. I play okay. With the with the with the the leash that makes a West Indies team. Hmm. I work towards making a West Indies team. Um, so at any day, if I'm not included, obvious, it's obvious that I would be disappointed.
5: Hmm. So, but so, are you saying that you should have been included based on your performances? Do you think?
4: I'm not saying that I should have been included. I don't. I don't pick any team. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is. The, 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 it's my job to continue to put scores on the right. table. If you look at it, in my last three fifty yoga tournaments, yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. averaged
5: fifty three,
4: thirty four, yeah. and sixty one. No, I agree with you. Uh, no, no,
5: I and, and I'll say, Jonathan, that they're unfairing you. Okay, they, they are, but they are unfairing you based on the stats. You should be picked. There are people who are performing, not performing at your standard, you know, and and they are getting selection. And you know, I, you know, I feel, Jonathan, that perhaps. Um, the best Indies could have played a lot more. It is true that perhaps you might not have gone on um, because I think you've got just five or so, first class hundreds or so. But generally, um, you, 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 you perhaps some people think you're a bit of an underachiever, but certainly in the one-day games, I, w- I would have thought that you should have actually had, um, as we would say, um, some, more, some more plays, if you want case to describe that. Uh, in Barbadian Paralympics. Stay with us, Jonathan. Lots happening. Of course, this is Mason and guess. You've got the the big cat, Sir Clive Lloyd. You've got Philo Wallace, who's putting some warm uh, licks in the Barbados team, licks like pigeon peas. You've got our good friend, Mr. Roland Butcher, who must be very embarrassed as a selector. And, of course, we've got, of course, Tony Gray, who is uh, still celebrating. Carnival actually came early when the Red Force won <laughs> a couple of days ago. Gentlemen, we still want to continue our discussion, so Clive, stay with us. We're going to spend just a couple of minutes uh, talking to Dominic Warren. Where is he gone, actually? Because people, yes, Dominic Warren is with us, the commercial director. So, um, so glad we're going to come to you now, but people want to know what's happening in relation to coverage of the cricket tomorrow. Uh, Dominic Warren, how are you? Good evening to you. Talk to me.
15: Helps if I don't meet myself, doesn't it? Good evening, everyone. Um, uh, yes, we're going to have uh, an announcement in the morning. I can't share any specifics now, uh, but there will be live TV in the in the Caribbean. The region reason being because we're still uh finalizing contractual arrangements uh and finalizing discussions um as everyone will be aware obviously because of the covid situation uh it, it limited the opportunity for a lot of broadcasters to finalize agreements in terms of sport in general but also with us but then the flip side to that is we've had a number of significant and very important broadcast deals in the last few weeks that you will have seen. Mm. Um, so we will be confirming, uh, not just for the Caribbean, but where um, where the cricket can be watched in other countries in the world, in addition to what we've already confirmed yeah. for the USA, the UK, South Africa, and New Zealand just yesterday.
5: So, so you're saying that the announcement is going to be made tomorrow, and that announcement uh, would be saying that there's going to be television.
15: Um, there will be, li- yeah, live. There will be live, uh, live coverage of all of the West Indies international matches. Right. Uh, not just, not just uh, the Sri Lanka series, but mm. later in the year. Uh, and we'll also be finalising what's happening with highlights, right. uh, uh, highlights clips and, and, and where to follow if you can't get to the TV screen. And, of course, that's confirming what we're doing on the radio, mm-hmm. as we've already done for the Super 50 as well. Mm-hmm. Well, but certainly radio is looking
5: good. In fact, we've been able to get a couple of stations. I want to thank Vibes Radio uh, for uh, coming on board because actually there's a new station, Vinod Ban Chan. A station. I think it's called Hot Pepper Sauce or something like that. It has a very funny name. Uh, but they're coming on, on for the first time. And, of course, we also have a, a new station in Ghana as well coming on. So uh, if my memory serves me correctly, we're going to have pretty close to about 13 stations by the end of um, tonight, because a couple of stations actually signed on very late. So there's going to be radio and television then,
15: Dominique. That's right. I mean, it's it's fundamentally outside of what we're trying to do in terms of the cricket development, is make sure we give the opportunity for as many people as possible to reach and access cricket,
8: mm-hmm.
15: um, whether that's the regional cricket or whether that's the West Indies international cricket. And that's the same for the men's and the women's teams. So, mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, we have to balance that carefully with, uh, for every sports organization in the world, uh, the revenues that are received from broadcasters is the number one source of revenue for for any rights organization. So we're balancing getting uh, the right amount of revenue to make sure we can continue to invest into and grow cricket Mm -hmm. and making sure that equally there's a chance as many of people to access that mm. hence while well, we have the radio we'll have highlights clips in play during all of the uh, on all of the west indies social channels and we'll be hopefully confirming some um some some tv highlights as well mm. uh so it's all coming we'll be working through the night it's just a factor of where we are with uh, the broadcasters and, and where a lot of businesses are following covid that uh, we would have loved mm-hmm. to have sorted a little bit sooner, but it's not always
5: the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, doc, any any questions for our good friend Mr. Warren before he goes? I know he's a b- very busy man making money for the West Indies. Doc, any okay. questions for doc, uh, for Dr. I, Warren?
11: I do have a the uh, <laughs> comment regarding the the TV coverage tomorrow. It's unfortunate that it's so late because I'm sure that the the timing will affect the ability of of stations that will get the the feed to sell and to get uh, sponsorship to allow it to be spread further. But I'd, I'd like you to answer a question based on your review of the previous deals that CWI would have had maybe the last two rounds of the deals. Can you, can you generally put into perspective how CWI is doing with the deals for distribution this time during COVID? Are we doing better or are we not doing as well as before COVID?
8: Um, I'll,
15: I'll put a little bit of context into it first. I mean, the, 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 the world was turned upside down. Um, and West Indies traveling to the UK for the tour last summer um, helped unlock cricket uh, and unlock a lot of revenues. And without the West Indies doing that, um, not just ourselves but many other countries in the world would be struggling to get in every any revenues at all at the moment as we particularly as we've gone into this second wave um one of the great things that west indies uh, that cricket west indies has learned and built up experience on is how to run cricket in a bubble both overseas and here uh and that is in You know, it's an incredible experience. Obviously, we wouldn't want to have that experience, but it's allowed us to put on cricket. It's allowed us to support the CPL Um, last year. It's allowed us to put on the Super 50, and now an all-format tour against Sri Lanka. Um, So that's the context. To come back to it, I would say, um, ultimately, the market is different in different locations. We are probably... um, We've done better than we would have expected, given given what has happened with COVID and when we went to the market, which was delayed for uh, a number of reasons. But actually the way we have worked, we've, we're working with, you know, um, media, media consultants who are experts at selling cricket rights around the world. We've got brilliant research and data. And actually in terms of the, uh, agreements we've, uh, announced so far, they are all at the top end of our expectations. Um, I would love to share with you those details, but we don't for a number of reasons. It doesn't make sense for us or for the broadcaster to, to say the specifics. But um, we, what we have achieved means that we will have uh, you know, very sustainable cricket and, and revenues that will help us invest into cricket. Um, so they are at the top end of our expectations. Um, some markets will not be as, as good as uh, we would like, um, and that is just because of the economies in certain markets. Nothing we can do about mm-hmm. it. But, but mm-hmm. overall, um, it's looking very promising. Um, and as I say, we've got a few other markets uh, to confirm. And indeed, some we will be actively just holding back on until the economies improve because there's no point us going into a long-term agreement when the, um, when the situation isn't right in the market. So we're looking at tactical situations for some markets and you will see that we've signed long-term agreements with some of the major markets already. Particularly, I, I think in particular the, the one for the UK is significant. I mean, that is uh, a very, very big one with BT Sport and what they're going to be doing in terms of covering all cricket in the UK. Um, and equally, the ESPN agreement for North America, well, sorry, for the USA, mm-hmm. is huge. Um, West Indies cricket has not been on ESPN before. It's pretty much the biggest sports broadcaster in the world gets into eight, 80 million households and you're, you know on 15 million 15 million people with uh, devices on their ESPN plus so the opportunity for us to use west indies and to, to grow the profile of west indies in, in the usa where everyone knows there's a big opportunity with caribbean expats and uh, a lot of indian expats living in, in in the us it's a great great opportunity for us so um, Everyone who's worked on it has worked very hard, and everyone should be very proud of what's been achieved so far.
11: A uh, short thing. Uh, from we know of the, the constraints and the difficulties and the challenges, but for as you know, the small businessman looks at revenue, and I know you can give numbers, but I, is, it, is it greater or is it lesser? Can you answer that
15: question? Yeah. It, it's it's difficult to say. I'll say this absolutely honestly, which is every, it's always based on the future tours calendar, which is based on what the ICC does with all of the rights holders. So fundamentally, on a it depends on the content you've got within a four to five year um, a four to five year window. Mm. Um, one of the things that we are working very hard on is actually as a consequence of us. Uh, supporting cricket and helping cricket getting relaunched, we think we will get additional cricket within our cycle, and that consequently will generate more television revenue for us. So on a relative basis, um, it's probably a little bit better than we've done. Um, As I said, there's a couple of markets which pull that down because of issues. Uh, One of those would be the Middle East and North Africa, for example. The whole broadcast market has been turned on its head because of piracy issues, for example. Um other, other areas like, um, as I said, North America, UK, uh, Sub-Saharan Africa, New Zealand, those ones we've agreed uh, are probably better than we expected. So uh, I would say I'd wrap it up, Dr Ford, and say it's good news. Um, we're in a position to be a lot more sustainable. Um, and we're in a position to make sure that we can invest into cricket for the uh, for the long term as well. And that was always the danger of being... Uh, late to market, there's always been the danger of not being able to get those revenues in even with COVID so given that context we've done well mm-hmm.
5: Well I want to thank you uh, for coming through and talking to us Dominique, you are an esteemed company, I mean you've got uh, Sir Clive Lloyd, Anthony Greer Jonathan Carter, of course Phil o. Wallace, and uh, your very good friend Roland Butcher, I'm sure you uh, will be quite happy to be in such a good company so then quickly we are going to be having Cricket on television tomorrow, radio is confirmed. Um, what, 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 what time would, would we know, though? Um, because remember, the game starts at six, you know,
15: not a lot of time to plan. Yeah, no, that's obviously the reason we, we, we put the match to start at six, just so we could. All oh. sign Oh, <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I, <know. laughs> um, I know you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, I I can't say I mean there are just some commercial discussions uh, we potentially have a a very good partner who is very very interested in um, you know growing their business with the West Indies Cricket and getting uh, West Indies Cricket to as many people as possible so uh, I think people will be excited Mm -hmm. I I think the fact that we've got um, TV in terms of live TV live radio I don't think we've had 13 no stations, no uh, certainly not 15 no, countries, no, countries no, no. covering uh, uh, West as well. Indies
5: for a long time. Yeah, in, in, in fact, it's, it's interesting
15: and, because... Uh, it, and the other, it, I was just going to say the other thing is, which is for, for your listeners, you know, if you can't get to a screen or you can't get to the radio, one of the other aspects we've been trying to do for a long time is to make sure we got highlights clips right. and the highlights themselves mm. on the West Indies social channels. So, so whatever happens, people will have a chance to get cricket for free and actually understand the story and and see the wickets, see the runs, see the catches, mm. uh, and see the interviews. So that will be on our YouTube channel, on our social channels, uh, and our website. Um, and indeed, um, you know, once we once we confirm the highlights and the live TV even mm. the radio, we've pretty much got everything covered. So um, we hope. You know, not every fan will be happy because obviously everyone wants to access it mm-hmm. as, uh, for free uh, and on the big screen. But we, we're, we're doing our absolute best to maximise that reach for as many fans as we can. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, Doc. Uh, Dr. Warren. We've
5: just uh, given you a doctorate, uh, of <laughs> course, uh, for your sterling <laughs> <Yes>. work there <laughs> as well. <laughs> Thank you very much to you for coming through and talking to us and enjoy the rest of your evening and we look forward to that big announcement tomorrow, maybe around 6 o'clock when I'm jogging. Thanks to you, my friend. All right. Thank thanks. you. Let's go Thank to, you know, to Sir S- yeah, S- 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 Clive Lloyd. Sir Clive, um, your reaction to the West Indies T20 squad? I mean, we, I gave it to um, our listeners earlier. Uh, are you happy with it, Sir
6: Clive? Well, um, Andrew, I'm um, just worried. Uh, no, we're well, not worried as such. I mean, we've got Three guys who were in the late thirties mm-hmm. and I'm worried about with injuries, and if we, if they get injured, I'm hoping that the replacements you mm-hmm. know are adequate of mm-hmm. such because mm-hmm. don't forget we are not playing against ITL teams where they have they must have three guys who are under nineteen or whatever it is they, they, mm-hmm. the rule
8: mm-hmm. that they
6: have there. Mm-hmm. These are test teams. We have a fellow like Gale, who, you know, he's not going to give you too many quick singles. No. Um, so he depends on on hitting the ball, and it's going to take a little bit on his body to hit these fours and sixes. That mm-hmm. they're not going to be in that slot all the time. These guys are, This these are test countries. So their approach would be a little bit different. So I'm hoping that they stay fit, because they, you know, they've they've done extremely well in the one-day competitions throughout, uh, you know, throughout the world. But I would, I, I'm just thinking that we don't have a spate of injuries
8: mm-hmm. because
6: then we will have to throw some people at the deep end.
8: Mm-hmm.
6: And, but, 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 I, and I looked at the 50-over competition. We got mm-hmm. one or two good little young cricketers that are mm-hmm. coming through. Right. Um, so Sir
5: Clive, though, but I just want to come back to the Christopher Gale thing, though, and the Fidel Edwards and. Doing Bravo, you, you spoke about their age, but um, you were one stage chairman of Selectors. Would, would you pick Gale now? Would you pick Fidel Edwards? And would you pick Bravo at this stage, Sir
6: Clive? Well, it all depends, as I said, with, with the situation. As it is, I didn't know to the situation with Gale. Mm. The point is is that I didn't know if he had retired or what, because he hadn't paid for us for what? No. Um, can you tell me how long ago that was? Couple of years.
5: Well, he would have played in. I mean, I mean, of course, you No. Know, Gail comes back and he, he plays in the big tournament. Of course, you uh, you had the 50 over tournament. Um, the World Cup um, would have been the last time that he would have played in a major event for the West Indies. So um, you're going to find that these guys will yeah. come back and play in the World Cup, the big um,
6: the, those big tournaments, of course, World Cup and T20 World Cup. Well, that's what's one of, that, That's another thing we have to think of. Um, are these guys just coming back to play in these, you know, mm. big signature games? Right. Um, is that is that their their plan? And 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 if the selectors are looking at that, because it is not it is not really fair on people who who playing in these in this, in these competitions, and then somebody who hasn't played or just turns up and gets chosen, you know. So I I would think that some of the guys would be very I'm disappointed, I Have a fellow like Evan Lewis. I I saw him make a hundred a couple of years ago at the Oval, and it was tremendous. Mm. But you know, I think he's a good cricketer. Mm. I think you know we have. I I, I was very impressed with the this Avenant. Is Avenant Avenant? Athanas I think he's a good little, Atenes, Atenes.
10: He's, a little yeah, he's from he, yes, he plays
6: for the Windwards, and he's from Dominica. Good little player. Good little cricketer. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good little cricketer. Yes. Um, And they have one or two others that are mm. there. They are about a little guy. Is it Smith from Ghana? Yes, Niall Smith from he Ghana. Like he's got a little... Look, yeah, he looks good, Sir Clive, yeah. He's got a few, a few... Yeah, I think he's got a few wheels.
9: Yes, he, he might he have he
6: been does. a little quicker than um, Anthony Gray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know... I, didn't I bowl see. against you, sir, <laughs> Clive. Oh, well, that would have been the end of your career.
10: You're going to
6: I like that.
8: No, sure.
9: I think they have... That, have that, that, that woke me up, Andrew. Yes, that it did. woke <laughs> <me> up.
6: No, <laughs> so, we do. I must say, Andrew, we have a good... We have some good youngsters. Yes. You know? yes. We have good cricketers around the place. Right. It's just fitting them in properly... And yeah. I've always maintained, whenever you're picking a side, mm-hmm. you must have balance.
5: That's important. Yeah, that's Balace, balance is important. Right. You're right. Okay. Thanks, thanks Clive. Um, let's, let, let's go back to Roland Butcher. Let's open the lines as well, 441790. Give us a call. Tell us what you think of the, the mm-hmm. squad. I'm sure that many will want to react. Uh, let's go back to Roland Butcher, and, of course, Jonathan Carter is still with us as well. Um, we heard from Jonathan Carter, Roland Butcher, you're a selector, you pick these players, you didn't pick Primus, you didn't pick an impact player because they had some challenges with the selection of your team. Are you embarrassed as a selector, as a member of the board of directors of the Barbados Cricket Association, that a country that puts so much money into cricket, I mean, Barbados plays more cricket than any other country, in the caribbean that you could go to a tournament and perform so poorly are you embarrassed roland butcher
13: talk to me and before i ask you your question um what i would like to say is congratulations to trinidad for winning the tournament i thought um overall um on current form i think that they, they were they were the best side on current form mm to go to the tournament, so i got to give them credit for that. So that's the first thing I want to say, really congratulations to
10: them. Wonderful. Um, Thanks. Thank you. Now,
13: obviously, in terms of Barbados' performance, you know, we're all very disappointed. And I am sure, Andrew, that the most disappointed people are the players because the players themselves will know that, you know, that we've got a very good team and a team that was capable of winning the tournament. And I'm sure that right now, all of those guys are hurting because they would know that they didn't perform to their max. And as a result, you know, Barbados ended up losing five of the six matches. So I know they would be extremely um, angry with themselves. For me, obviously, I'm disappointed because I believe that, you know, they, they had what it took to win this tournament. Um, in terms of what went wrong, I, I really don't know. I guess once you've had a a, de- a debrief and and find out how things were. Then we'd perhaps get a little bit closer to why things turned out that way. But, you know, this team was, I think, in many ways very well the prepared. There's no question about that. I think the preparation up to Christmas was first class. Mm. Um, didn't have perhaps the best preparation after Christmas. That was because of the thing of the COVID situation. Because ideally, what would have happened was that. After Christmas, as well as the training, we would have had a number of matches, you know, to fine tune the players before they actually went to field. Mm. In January, that was not possible because we were in lockdown, more than the guys only could train a couple of. It's very small numbers, so they couldn't play any matches. I well, have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. I expected that we would have a slow start in the tournament. I didn't, because of that,
6: um, mm. you know. Can perhaps, about to sleep, <laughs> <if> i I <laughs> have one. a couple. Mm-hmm.
13: But you know, match practice is, is another thing. So I thought mm. we'd have a slow start, <laughs> but I expected that mm. after that slow start, right that you know, our performance would pick up and, mm. and the guys would go through mm. um, into the tournament. But that never um And obviously, fans, players, selectors, mm. everybody, obviously, very disappointed because we know mm. and they know that we're better. Roland w- 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 has role. Over this. Well, I mean, I don't know what heads going to roll because
5: <laughs> it's a proud country, you know, Roland. We don't, they, we they're not accustomed, to this, well, not accustomed these, to this, Roland. Maybe ministers is not accustomed to this, Roland. They know. I'm sure, I'm, 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 I'm sure, fellow Wallace would fire people, and Tony Gray He'd would make a recommendation. Be, but I think,
13: I mean, Andrew, <laughs> you know, talk to me. What will come? What will come out of this now? Lessons will be learned to, to yes. ensure that it doesn't happen. Yes. You don't really want it to happen at all, but it's happened. But, Roland, um, but you can't change. But you it. changed the management
5: team just before the players went off, Roland. What was that all about? Uh, Andrew. Yes. The
13: management team going. My name go is and Andrew Roland. Yes. Andrew mentions yes. Team yes. And to my you could, you the management team going and back to mm. ball and field. Yeah. Of course they did. Mm, okay. So, There's nothing to do with the the, the, the management. Mm. I mean, the players. And I know all of our players, and I know them personally. Right. Jonathan is on here. And I know all the players personally. Right. I know all the players will take it very hard, and they will take responsibility right. for what took place. You can't blame the management. Mm. No, the I'm not. I'm not, blame, I'm not blaming the management. I'm just
5: making an observation. I don't know if that had any influence. I just thought it was important
13: management to management. Management teams change all the time. I do. Mm-hmm. That,
10: that that is life. Okay, and I
13: see. I have been in many teams. But the management teams have changed, and mm. we have to change.
5: I see. I see. You know,
13: th- that that's part of life. So mm. listen, we have to learn from what happened there mm. and, and guard against anything that ever happening again. Because mm. you know, because we perform like that level, is not a bad thing. Mm. You know, if anybody's going to tell me that we've got a bad team, we had a bad squad of players mm. in Antigua, well, mm. the, the conversation would end there. Mm. You know, we had a very good squad there. Um, did you have so impact players? players did, no, did, did you have impact
5: players in your side, Roland? Could you name them? I got my pen. <laughs> what,
13: do you call what do you call an impact
5: player? Well, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Why are you asking me that? It's just rhetorical, Roland. You're, you're,
13: you're asking me my name back. Well, I, mean, y- yeah. I know we had a team there capable of we winning mm. the tournament. Mm. So, no one player can mm. win the tournament. Yeah. Me, you need... One, one, one player might win a game yeah. for it, but one player is not going
5: to win tournament. Strange, a team strange, win tournament. Strange decisions, though, Roland. It's a Very strange decisions. Um, in the yeah. game against Guyana. Um, no, against Jamaica. No no, rust and chase bowling. And... Uh, um, I mean what what's happened to russian Primus? Is he fit? Was he eligible? I would think he's a type of player that I would have carried.
13: sectors might have made you mistakes mean, too. You know, you're restricted to, You're restricted to fifteen players, yeah. You know, and um it is it is looking difficult to take sixteen when you only can take fifteen. Mm. So <laughs> you know, Russian Primus was not the only one unfortunately who mm. Missed out on this occasion There were other players who mm. You could say yeah. Was deserving But You know If you have to pick 15 You can't mm. pick 16 No oh. that's, that's the reality But well, 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 Roland the answer, uh, the
5: answer to that question Is that I would have picked 15 And he would have been in it Do, do, do you like that answer? Well I mean uh, that, that, is, that is your, that is you, your you, you don't uh, have to pick 16 To but, pick Rosh and Prime Mr. Roland What are you telling me?
10: The guy, the guy's the guy's the play. If you and I do
5: local I cricket, play. I do local cricket on Saturdays, right? I don't know Thank what's the happen. situation with this guy, yes, but to if I'm picking a pick side,
6: I'm gonna pick Russian I'm gonna pick him.
5: I'm gonna pick him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I yeah, agree with you, yeah. 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 I Andrew. Mean, yeah, a
12: team, of course, his well, value. Who? He's a value cricketer. He's a better cricketer yeah. than some of those guys who went there. Yes. But We need to be honest with all <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who you Stop would from... who I
8: to
12: do. Draw... I, leave... I would have left Nicholas Curtin home and carry Rojan Primus. Mm. You
8: would? Yes. Mm.
12: You can yeah. Joshua Bishop. You can't, yeah. Bishop. You, you carry on. Um... Chase was in the side yeah. as well. Ashley Nurse. Chase in the side. But and Ashley did... nurse. nurse. Why do you want the extra spinner? Oh. And Andrew. Why... Yeah. Angro? Yes. The impact player.
10: Yes, well, um, you,
12: you pick on unbalanced side. The cricket, the cricket, the cricket that was being played in Antigua called for impact players.
8: Mm.
5: All right, gentlemen, all right, gentlemen, hold, hold your horses. I'm Tony. just hold your horse a minute because there are a lot of people trying to get through here. Let's take a first call. Hello, welcome, Mason and guests. Jonathan Curry, we're going to come to you shortly. And your beard is getting as big as ever. Hello, welcome, Mason and guests.
14: Good night, Mr. Mears.
5: You call me, Mr. No, this is not Mr. Mayors, This is Mr. Mason. Andrew. Mr. Andrew. Yes, call me Andrew. Don't call me Mr. Mason. Just Andrew is good enough Hi, for Andrew. me. Andrew. How are you?
14: I thank, I thank you, and I thank the, the great woman. I thank God that I was able to get in tonight. Sure. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God. You got. I have to be thankful. But let me get to. <laughs> okay. You're you got to be thankful. Cindy, all of us in the Caribbean. Yes. I have a big, 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 big problem. Yeah, talk to me. And you is part of the problem. What is that problem, sir? You my... give us a president mm. that, like, he select the team, Have you listened to him today? Yes. Given us the reason which we that was outstanding. Mm. You you have to ask why was his back. Mm. And Gail is back. He tell us plain this morning, right. why all of my back. Mm. He want them. I would like, Mr. Greer, mm-hmm. Fastball Greer, yes. To check his phone or his laptop or what we have there, mm-hmm. and give me Gale's scores. His final score in 2012, the mm-hmm. score and the average. 2012.
5: And give
14: me 2012 and 2016.
5: Mm-hmm.
14: In those two years,
5: right.
14: <laughs> the, the, the outstanding players in those two years was Samuel. Right. And Rand Paul.
8: hmm
14: In 2016, it was Samuel and Grafik with good captaincy. This is stunning.
8: hmm
14: Nowhere in there is a Gale. Okay. Not a, a Bavro.
8: Mm-hmm.
14: Not a Edwards. Right. He never went to a Cup with 93 of And I'm hearing that we are preparing to get a next workup with these players because they will help us to win. Help us to think, what? Mm. The last time Gail played for the West Indies, theatres, not you and I.
8: Right.
14: Had him in the polka dot suit. <laughs> okay. You can't remember? <laughs> and then, 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 was running. And you hear the commentators say, yes, I hear, yes. I hear the commentators. Well, right. oh, that's two and back. You know Gail is out there, so you, you know they can't get to. No. You want to tell me two years after you can went to
10: now? No, no, highly unlikely.
14: So, I know a lot of people won't get in, but i got so much to say, but I'm going to give away.
5: Right, okay, thanks for the contribution. Can we take another call? Yes, we can. Hello, welcome, Mason and guests. Welcome, Mason and Guess. Hello, welcome, Mason and guests. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening to you, sir. How are you, my friend?
16: Hey, not too bad, you know. Good. I must say first. Uh, to all your parents, good evening, and to that, uh the guy from that lovely parish, uh, Jonathan Carter. Mm,
5: Saint Michael Parish.
16: Yeah, great parish. Mm-hmm. Were you born there, R- Randolph? Oh, I'm a product of that that parish.
5: Oh, somebody told me you were born in Saint Michael.
16: No, I'm a product of that parish. Okay. Somebody told you I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you said head. You said head should roll. Yes. But I think that all the the selectors, for the Barbados team, should go. Oh, I okay. tell you why. When that side was selected
8: mm.
16: and Kevin Stout was not in the side,
8: mm.
16: I realized that we would not have done well. That is the, one of the great players for the Barbados team. No, but
5: Kevin Stout played for the Windwards, though. He, he... Uh, yes, I know.
16: We would have to go to the Windwards. Oh, because he, oh, he couldn't get into the Barbados team. Mm. None of the selectors that selecting the Barbados teams now have mm. done nothing in cricket for Barbados as good as Kelvin Stout mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. They,
8: they,
16: they can break they can, All of them can bring their stocks. Mm. They can't get past that. Now, <laughs> I'm switching up now to the attorney in waiting.
10: Yes, fellow, He's, your good friend.
16: That's Wallace. Yes. When he talked about team, they not had any fight, and he was, you know, he had me a bit kerfuffled and Jamaica had the fight. But the reason why the West Indies are in the position that they're in you now, because they didn't have any fight for the last 20 odd years either.
8: Mm-hmm.
16: They didn't have any fight. I know you are bringing back Gale. Mm-hmm. You bringing back Bravo. and you are bringing back um, Edwards. Edwards.
8: Mm-hmm.
16: But it was a guy who used to train with horses in the at uh, the Garrison in Tannings. That was the guy at Park. Yes. The head of his head had mm-hmm. a horse named Mafati. All these players that they want to bring back suffer with tender problems. <laughs> now, why are you going to... They, they would never be able to get fit for the next World Cup coming. Mm. You would we're not <laughs> able to get fit? They suffer with tender problems. So we are, we are, we are disappointing a lot of the young players. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Cloyd alluded to. He didn't use these words that I've just used.
10: Right.
16: But they are suffering, these young players, from getting these fellas ready... For the next World Cup, the West team, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We are not going to win another World Cup in a hurry. Oh, dear. We are not going to win another World Cup in a hurry.
8: Mm-hmm. We're
16: talking about the two, but we are not going to win one in a hurry. If mm-hmm. we continue bringing back these old people, you need to bring, see, India on their side. Right. India got young fellas that can't even get in the team. You mm-hmm. No young fellas. Right. Not old ones, young fellas. Mm-hmm. So, unless we are going to give these fellas the break now, we do at times yet we are down at the bottom in all uh, all the levels, right, and we are still on unfair in the youth mm-hmm. and this is this is the problem we got, but i mean, I hope that they will get ready of the Barbados selectors. oh my and God I hope that, that stuff will get a play for the billward in the four day before the, the game coming up all
5: right Thanks, Randall. let the time is tight. Let's go and take another call. can we
17: Hello, welcome Mason and guests hello,
5: yeah, how are hello. you?
17: yes, yeah. I'm speaking?
5: Yes, you're very much on this.
17: I'm sorry to tell you, right? Hmm. I hear so much nonsense over this radio over the last half hour. I'm not talking about you. have got different fitness tests for this. Nobody can tell you that you're talking, Egretz. <laughs> uh, he should be. He said, I wish I should But he, he, he should be more for a quick that kind of nonsense. <laughs> like. What, what, did he, or call,
5: call it what, what did he say that was nonsense? No, for? i i done with that. So mm, I, was, well, but then withdraw the I comment.
17: No, that's I, not fair no, That's I, not fair I, I to me, man. That's, that's not fair. Okay, move no, on. No, on. no, no, I'm moving on. right move on. Okay. I'm saying, right, that right now we admitted it. What happened in the West Cricket is we'll break it down in the first place. Right. Insularity. Right. 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 Insularity are also the colonial racism. Right. Mm. And unless we deal with it, I remember. A white man was in charge of his squad. I didn't want to call his name You know, and we lost 14 matches straight, and everybody was saying, you can't blame the coach. They got to blame the players. The players didn't do it the coach. And then a black man, Otis Gibson, who was the most successful coach over the last 25 years, came in. And for the time he lost two matches, everybody say, coach, I know you're doing Right? We still suffer that colonial legacy that white people, right, is to rule, and white people are you sure, right, in says, yet. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see West Indies beating the white people, and the black people beating the white people. I'm sorry, right? We can't deal with the facts, right? right. And, and this is what's happening, mm-hmm. right? And you stand up and let people bring in CDL errors, who they ain't a player, but the club with jail and Bravo and all them, so them no player. Mm-hmm. And Master West Indy, correct? Buffett made. 100, the last time you played for Western in twenty, and you can't here, him, I hit four sixes off of what it was, mm. are you bringing in War and Gale. you remember when Russell played? I was injured. I might not have won or not. Right. I had people there watching. Mm. We stop. The 90 percent insularity, and it's colonialism that. Mm. Running western is taking the ruin. Right? Thank you I for your
5: contribution. So, Thank, thanks for your contribution. Forty-four-one-seven-ninety. This is Mr. Guest. Hello, welcome.
18: Hello, good night. Good night to you. Hi, good night, Andrew. Good night to your guests. Sure. And let me say a special, special good night to Philo. Mm. Right, this is your um, former teammate. Um, let me say this to Philo before I go on. Um, I think that um, you could um, get fit and let um, the counter retirement. And you may be able to make the team too because really, truly, it seems like mm. lessons are going back to the older players. And forgetting the younger player because really, truly, I I don't agree with Fidel Errors coming back in the team. I not agree with Gail in the team. I didn't agree with Um Bravo in the team. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that after t- nine, ten years you should go and break right back to uh, Fidel Errors. They you got youngsters. When you do this, you discourage youngsters that got the the passion for wrestling this cricket. Mm-hmm. You know, to go back for a uh, older player ten years ago, and then Gail and Um Bravo. These men, to me, only playing. When they got a workout around the corner, when they got uh, uh, um 20 around the corner, mm-hmm. when they when they done play t- um workout cricket, they're not gonna come back and play for West Indies. I remember West Indies going to um, um Afghanistan. I had to had wanted them to to to, to, to go so West Indies could qualify. And these people refuse to go. The same captain, same um, uh, um Pollard.
5: Mm-hmm. So I really feel
18: we're digging a hole. Digging we're a digging hole. a hole. In West, yeah, for West for our team. We're digging a hole. Look, can get beat. Let me invest in the youngsters and go forward. Yo, tell me where you're going to go back for, for Bravo. You have a young man, still a young man, Carlos graphic. Right. Come out. Take the word by storm. Quick show now know Off the scene. But yet you can play Bravo at 37. and graphic. can can't make it. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I, I don't understand. We can defend these connections. Kind of if we defend these things, it means that our cricket will all be in the dog room.
8: Mm-hmm. And that's the truth.
18: Mm-hmm. We can't do So if you got invest in the youngsters, you can't tell me that. You can't find a youngster. That can replace for that. I feel that not replace for that. I not feel like, for that since ten years. Mm-hmm. We we we're recycling players. So that's mm-hmm. why you say that. Like, for long, that's why you say for low, no Now can get fit and
5: mm-hmm.
18: come into retirement and see you wait for selection again. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that, that, awesome. that's what, well. That's
5: going to be a very difficult assignment. That's as unlikely as. Uh, um Tony Gray becoming Prime Minister of Trinidad <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's another matter impossible. <laughs> impossible impossible impossible
18: yeah, fellow, <laughs> is, you, you know what, fell, what
5: is it for fellow though? F- fellow uh, no uh,
10: identify um, yourself
18: there's Simo there's Simo
10: Simo yes Simo
5: yeah
10: how man how are
18: you, you? Simo I'm thinking. good man Simo did you
10: play for Spartan?
18: yeah with Wallace with
10: Wallace uh, but, 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 but you
5: were close man
18: no
5: man uh, that's true what's your full name?
18: Rodney 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 Simpson. He's oh, player. oh, Rodney Rodney Simpson. Simpson. Come on, yeah.
5: Rodney Simpson, man. You are <laughs> a, a, a reasonable, a reasonable cricketer. Reasonable. Yeah. too. I, 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 I my best figures were against your
18: club, St. Katherine's, fight for 42. Well, the pitch was wet. I, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, nice to hear you,
10: man. <laughs> nice to hear you Thank as, you as well, place, Rodney, yeah, all, all right. right.
5: But, uh, okay, Rodney Simpson. Good, good, good to hear, Rodney Simpson. He's got a big name, Simpson. Now, let's take another call. Hello, welcome, missing and guests. Hi, hey, good afternoon. Oh, oh, my favorite corner. How are you? Are you hey, defending Jason Holder Jason tonight? Because he wasn't very good in, in the Super 50, made some elementary mistakes.
10: Well, Talk to Andrew, me. Andrew, yes? I, really, I really would say two things about the ball. Talk to me. That with the players, some of the players out, that we should have had Ross Stout and Raymond Reefer. Stout
5: and Ray Marifa. But yes. Ray Marifa it's, plays for the, for the, for the, for the, for the, Don't
10: pick it, okay. Barbell should have first choice, on them. That's all he okay. can say. Okay. So I would leave, I would, I would leave that there. Okay. So, I got in the van and I heard the Lord speaking at the time. Mm. And he said that there's some open door policy, some policy that once you're playing <laughs> cricket that you can play for less than these. Right. And I have no problem with that. If you're out there playing, and you can play. But I also know that there's a policy that you've got to pass a fitness test to even get a contract before right. you get a player. You mm-hmm. get a contract, you know. And I don't understand how we just had four fellas that failed the test.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: And we mm-hmm. could bring all the fellas that in playing down here
8: mm.
10: so I don't know how to see them and know that the fit but mm-hmm. to bring them and of the fit to Bravo in even match because they the into here playing the matches but he come and, and they can come and put this in the squad mm-hmm. and leave both fellas that are currently playing saying that they can't make the can might be past the no. test but no. as soon as they get their see is,
6: something, yeah?
10: Yeah. they come back and pass it and they're mm. eligible for the future Chute again.
6: Then bring the biscuits so you, you can be. Mmm. Sir Clive? All right. Sir
5: Clive, you're having a copper yes. and some biscuits there. You, you know your business, Sir Clive. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you, you, you know <laughs> Sir Clive, you just said you want a copper, and you also said you want <laughs> I, <also> got,
6: <laughs> got, I got... <laughs> the would you right?
5: be bisco no, biscuits no, from Barbados? I have my biscuits yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, we got the best biscuits in the world and Philip Spooner tells me that surely biscuits um, would be the best. So, don't yeah. charge me for the commercial. <laughs> oh, God. So you have a couple but of them. I
6: have my cup of look, man.
5: Look, there it is. Yes. Oh, wonderful. So, Clay, what time is it now in England?
6: Oh, it's, it's my bedtime, but sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ten to twelve.
10: We're ten to twelve. Okay, we got another forty-five. No, I'm, oh.
6: I'm just having I'm just having a late cocoa.
5: Oh, a late cocoa. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, once it's not an Dorado. it's okay.
6: <laughs> no, no, that would put me to sleep at my age, I know. Wonderful. I'm not as good at drinker as Philo, you see. <laughs> yes, indeed.
17: Thank you very much, sir. Right, right. Let, let's, let, we've got some calls backed up. Let's go back
5: to Jonathan now. Jonathan, where are you now? Are you still in Antigua?
10: No, I'm
4: currently in quarantine in Barbados.
5: Quarantine? How much yeah. longer do you have before you go to San Andrew? A couple more days. What do you mean by a couple? Two? Mm-hmm. More than two days. So, so so, the quarantine period is how long? 14 days?
4: I think the the protocol is seven days quarantine. Seven days. And mm. Then you get the, the second negative test and then
5: mm. you're free. Okay. Um, How's that been, that experience of being in the bubble there in Antigua, now coming back to Barbados, I understand you were the Five-star hotel in Barbados. Not quite five, maybe about three. But um, talk to me. What, what, that, that bubble there in, in Antigua, how what was that experience, um, Jonathan? Well,
4: to be honest, it, was, it was, wasn't that bad because you were there with people that you know. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of not being able to do the normal, um, going out and seeing the sights of the country and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. having to be in a room... Without any balconies, okay. Um, probably just two windows or a window. Sometimes it could it could be mentally draining, and mm-hmm. I think um,
8: mm-hmm.
4: being with people that you know, are with your teammates, and I think we spent a lot of time together as as teammates. Right.
8: Uh,
4: I think that's how we pass the time. But it could be mentally draining, and then to come back home
8: mm-hmm. and
4: have to spend seven days quarantine um, again by yourself, and then. Until you go, yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's mentally draining. Mm, you, you
5: can't wait but to go. My you can't wait to go home to see your little daughters. Daughter, you have a daughter, is it, um, Jonathan? I have a son and a daughter, Jasmine and Joshua. Jasmine and Joshua. All right. I'm sure they miss daddy. Yes.
6: Yeah. Uh,
5: now what, uh, Andrew?
6: Yes. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. Yes, Sir Andrew, Clive. Yes, Sir Clive. Can I ask one question? Should sure. I... When I when they had the doctor on mm. now the point is before you go to the super fifty competition mm. do you have to pass a fitness test before you get chosen I would think so well if you so how how did Hetmeyer how did Hetmeyer uh, play for Gianni if he had failed the fitness test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be, do you have to pass the fitness test to be chosen for your country or mm-hmm. island? Roland?
13: Andrew, Andrew. Um, I, I'll try to answer that. Jonathan can probably chime in as well. Mm-hmm. In, in normal years, what happens is that you have the, the test before before you go to the tournament. Right. normal years. Um, I think in this COVID um, time, because it got pretty close, I'm pretty sure that most of the guys would have had their test um, on arrival. I mean, Jonathan would be able to confirm or mm. otherwise whether mm. that was the case. But in mm. normal years, Clyde like, like what normally happens is that they do have the test before they go, so you know the results of all the players um, before you get before you get there.
6: Mm. Because I'm saying, if you if you pass that test, right, do you have to pass another test mm. to be chosen for the West Indies? Because you you've mm. already mm. you know got over the hurdle there. Mm.
8: Why
10: do
6: you why do you have to have two tests, mm. Johnson? Can you explain that?
4: John- well, I
10: can't really explain All mm. I can
4: say is what um, I've done when we got to Antigua, we had to do a fixed test. A fitness test? Uh, That's about it. I I can't Mm. really. Mm.
5: I don't
4: don't know what the other team did. Mm. But as Mr. Butcher said earlier, Mm. the norm was to um, for you, you needed to pass a fitness test.
8: Mm. Which is the norm. As
4: you know, COVID probably came and changed everything. Mm. Mm. So
5: Mm.
4: I can only speak for Mm. what my
5: greatest team did. Mm. Jonathan, the the eventual winners, perhaps the best team in the competition, the Red Force. When you do a, a critical analysis, um, were you surprised that they won so easily? The Red Force.
4: Um, yeah, after we got knocked out, I was I was I wasn't surprised that mm. they won the competition. Um, if you look back at their performances, it would speak for itself in terms of um, batsmen versus bowlers. When you have um, batters who basically finished the game. uh you had mm-hmm. Simmons Simmons to score two hundreds in the competition. Um he had he was in the top five. Um
8: mm-hmm.
4: Jason Mahabna was in top it was the leading run scorer. He had a hundred and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. hundred and twenty something
8: mm-hmm.
4: against us. Mm-hmm. Um Ram Paul was in the top five with the, the mm-hmm. bowlers. Right. Me um Randy was the leading keeper. So, in terms of our own performance, um, mm-hmm. I actually had Barbados Sprite to beat them. Um,
5: Say that again. Uh, Say
4: that again. Um, but I wasn't surprised. Say that again. I actually, I I always knew. I always knew uh, I had us to beat them.
5: Mm.
4: And that, and that's based on what? What's that based on? That's based on? on. For me, I I for me. Mm-hmm. We, we are we accustomed playing better cricket on the day than Trinidad. Mm-hmm. that I think we have had mm-hmm. um, kind of like something on them for the last couple of years okay. in terms of of our competitiveness
5: mm-hmm.
4: and even in the game where we got beat there was a stage where we had them mm-hmm.
5: on the ropes
9: yes yes so
5: 150 something for about 5 or so that was a turning point in the game some some bad deliveries and um it just, yep. it, it just got away. Because you were down in the middle. You had I think think batted at the time. Hossein was was yeah. up there as well, just how to get Jess and Mohammed out.
0: hmm
5: and and, and and interesting, yeah, he got
4: actually, yeah. Yeah, he did,
5: he did, yeah. But interesting in that game, Ruston chased Boat, um it was the eight overs, picked up two for thirty one, is that right? Doctor Ford? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the next game was, would it have been against who? The the, the Windwards, right? Um. And then and then after that, yeah, Jamaica. I think so. Right, and and did Chase bowl against and the Windwards? No. and win Wood. No. Would... He didn't bowl against the Windwards. I can't remember. I think I don't. Think... No, he didn't. And and, and, he, and he didn't bowl against Jamaica either. No, he bowled
4: against Jamaica. He did. Yeah, I, I think he bowled against.
5: Jamaica. no, no, no. I don't no. think he
4: bowled against Diana. No,
5: he didn't. He, he didn't. He, he didn't bowl against um, Jamaica. At all. He didn't bowl against Jamaica. No, he, don't, he didn't. He didn't
4: bowl against Jamaica. Correct. You're correct.
5: Andrew. Right. Mm, right. 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 Mm. Well, I made I made that observation, you know, because I mean I thought it would have evolved. Um t- Tony Gray, um, we got another five minutes left on the show. We want to congratulate the Red Force, and, and what's of interest is that they won after you were fired as chairman of selectors. I think they, kn- they knew what they were doing, there, <laughs> Tony Gray. Uh, had you been had you been chairman, they would not have won. Why do you think the Red Force won the competition, Tony Gray? Well, falling in love,
9: there. Yeah. Andrew Mason, you said that, that when I became chairman of selectors, we picked a similar team. In fact, we had a <laughs> um, slightly more experienced team, in, which is true. Yes. Uh, we had a slightly more experienced team in that uh, Red Emirates was on that team. Right. Um, what we saw this time around, and um, there's a lot of emotionalism with the Beijans on this, um, this this Zoom meeting uh, <laughs> because they're all are still hurting. Mm. You've got to understand something. Yes. The Red Force did the right things.
8: Right.
9: You look at the leadership uh, a couple of years ago with Denis Ramlin being there and Kelvin Williams being the coach. I don't think that they were strong enough leaders. You've got to understand the culture that they're dealing with. Right. Um, trend audience can get easily relaxed. But when you have a mm. leader like mm. Kyron Pollard
8: mm. and a
9: well-organized coach like David Pallone, mm-hmm. then it will impact the team positively. Right. And Kyron Pollard led by example. I mean, he went in front of the bat on a number of occasions. He did, yes. And he didn't allow complacency at all. Mm-hmm. All right. So, if you look at the, the agents, for example, I don't think they would lead properly. And a lot of people like Jason Holder, but the fact is that he was a weak leader in this tournament. Um, uh, tactically, he was weak. And people. Grade, to- do, you, do, do you want to repeat that? I think that he was a weak leader in this tournament. If you have a Bayesian team full of talent and experience, Mm. and you won, what, one out of six games, Mm. it tells me that it's not only the game against Jamaica people were hurting Mm. about, but obviously he was a weak leader throughout the tournament. And people don't want to say that, but it's a fact.
5: Oh, dear. Don't let Dr. Ford hear you, because Dr. Dr. Ford supports him. Uh, regardless. Uh, We've got another two minutes left on the show. I mean, time flies so quickly. We're going to come, of course, to Philo for his wrap. For his uh, would, 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 you, would you have Jason Ola as your test captain, uh, Tony? Or would you stay with Craig I
9: would. You have to understand momentum. What has happened in the Bangladesh is a, it's a fantastic achievement by the West News team. Mm. Uh, many top teams go there and struggle. And I don't want to dilute the fact that we did very well by saying that Shaquille sam hasn't been um, fit and that sort of right. thing and didn't play mm. in the, the last test match. He was injured in the first test match. Right. It was a fantastic achievement. Mm. I think that Jason Ola is a tired man. I think that he said it on this program,
8: mm-hmm. mentally
9: tired. He doesn't have the power of influence again on his own players in the Babel setup. Ooh. I don't think that he will have the power of influence in the test team. And I think that we have to go with Craig Braffitt, who performed marvelously well. It mm-hmm. seems to be a new culture. So I don't think that Bola um, has the power of influence again.
5: Oh, dear. Uh, Philo, uh, your reaction to, to what Tony Graves just said? Philo?
12: Andrew, well, I've said, it, I've said it many times, and I'm going to keep saying it. I believe that mm-hmm. there's a shift in what Craig Braffitt has done in Bangladesh. Something, something happened in Bangladesh that brought a, a, a victory, a 2 0 defeat in right. Bangladesh. Mm. A 2 0 victory for Indies, a 2 0 defeat for Bangladesh at home. Quite right. rapid, and that management team done something right. The head coach said he saw a difference in attitude. Right. He saw a different kind of fight with the guys. Are we going to kill that vibe as we return to Antigua, or are we going to re- rekindle that vibe mm. and take it into the Sri Lanka mm. series? Mm. Interesting. Jason, as Tony said, and I said, he, 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 Jason has lost the art of captaincy. Mm. There's no tactical moves. No, there's no tactical. We just saw 50, a super fifty competition, Andrew. Oh dear. Captain five, six games, and we lost five. We had a team eighty-seven for eight, mm. and we could not crush them. Oh The dear. captain who is six foot six could not take up the ball and bowl three devastating yorkers and bowl up the team for under a hundred and twenty. Mm. That
10: is what you call leadership.
8: Mm. Mm.
10: You take oh. it up and mm. you do it yourself. Yeah, fellow. That is what. Jay- Listen. Phil, we actually wrote the time uh,
5: quickly then um, Roland, your reaction to all this? I know you're normally in defense on these matters, Roland, but you you're a fence man, you know we can't hear you. turn your mic on you I have said what I've had to say
13: before. when. I don't know what reaction you're looking for from me. Um, <laughs> I've already said um, Not up to our standards. Right. Not up to the standards that the team fit for themselves. Mm. Um, and that's something we have to live with. It's going now, we've got to deal with it. All right. Thanks, Neil. Just final quick words, Jonathan.
5: Uh, the team performed poorly. What do you have to say to the agents um, to inspire some confidence, Jonathan, before we go? Turn on. We're not hearing Jonathan. Jonathan, where's your right. mic? Okay, please. Tur- saying,
4: sorry, I was sorry, Andrew, I was saying. Okay, I would that- like for the public
5: mm-hmm. and
8: mm-hmm.
4: also Mr. Wallace and other guys on the panel to continue to support us. I didn't right. know Mr. Butcher's always beat us. Um, at the end of the day, the seniors at Leeward Islands have never mm-hmm. won a trophy or what's not.
8: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: and we will have a bad 20. So um, mm. I can say that we will always be bounce back under mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the, the continuous support of Mr. Mason and,
5: and mm-hmm. guests. Yes, Mason and guests. Not necessarily in that order. I want to thank you, Jonathan. For, I hope that you come into quarantine. You go to St. Andrew, that wonderful parish, eat some fat porks, and uh, uh, certainly rekindle and come back and make sure that Barbados is quickly strong. We want to congratulate the red force for winning and i think tony Gray uh, put it quite nicely thanks to you dr ford thank you Phil wallace always oh, with a great deal of fire thanks to roland butcher who was on the fence saved by the bell and of course we want to thank the big cat who has a copper and some biscuits oh my golly amanda mason is open for a very tomorrow
0: and uh, there you have it mason and guests good night to you all i hope you enjoy the show and uh I'm inviting you to be with us come Sunday from 6 until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 1 9850. Good night. God bless. Riot in the Savannah.
19: This thing set off in Queen's Park Oval From the time they ran run out I don't know where all this bottle come out But it was bottle stone riot in Queen's Park Oval And the old test must like a carnival Had to hide me clean head inside a canal To get away from the big scandal Right in the middle of the federal capital <laughs> After we had such good spot in them, one little thing to wrong and make us shame. It will take about 15 years or more to get back this good name, I am sure. So, MCC, take this apology, please, from Trinidad, now and the West Indies. Because was Portland Stone rioting Prince Bakuva, and the whole test must like a carnival. I do hide me cleaner inside a canal to get away from the big scandal right in the middle of the federal capital. and the governor came out on the field. They started raising their hands up, signaling the rioters to stop. Oh, brother, but they kept on pelting and shouting to bring back and Then I only a fling like a butterfly. It nearly got the premier glasses from the eye. So all this butlantone rioting, Prince over. And the whole test must turn like a carnival. I had to hide my clean head inside a canal, just like last year in front of the hospital. Right in the middle of the federal capital. Oh. Anyhow, I'm sure this kind of things won't happen no more because I sure every one of you understand when. Backbone of cricket is England. He same Charan wouldn't get the run. Might be Lancashire League in a few months to come. And when he, he come back to the West Indies, we have to call him to Charan thing if you please. So all this Portland Stone riot in Queens Park over. And I didn't see the same for all this big Bacchanal. was a shame and a disgrace to know if I'm right in place. To snatch a bottle right in front of the governor face. We'll